What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another edition of a hard count. CJ, <laughs> only a couple more days till the big man comes around with the presents. Facts, facts. Almost that time. It's a lot of, a lot of things to be grateful for. Uh, you know, just a special time. Spending time with your family, getting be able to talk to your loved ones, people that's close to you. That's what it's all about during this time of year. So uh, it's just great times, great times. What's the number one uh, song that gets good CJ over there in the Holly Jolly mood? Um, I mean, <laughs> I haven't really gotten to that type of mood in a, in a little minute, you know, but it's definitely, you know, f in terms of like listening to music, you know, I always get into okay. the mood. But in terms of like listening to music, um, I don't know. I don't know. All right. I guess... You know, you got the Feliz Navidad, the classic. Oh, you know, classic banger. That's just, you know, you just you just heard that your whole life. You know what I mean? Like, you just haven't heard that song during this time of year, especially living in New York. I don't know. You're living under a rock if you haven't grown up to that song. <laughs> I agree. Uh, Jackson 5, Santa Claus is coming to town. Okay. <sighs> classic. Classic. Um, I mean, you got... Again, you know, the silent nights and, you know, it's just the classics, you know what I mean? So, I you know, growing up, those are definitely the ones that I always listen to, the ones that definitely hit home. The one that resonated, huh? Yeah, yeah. If that was, you know, if that was a playlist, that'd be a little playlist I have. <laughs> you know, this Christmas, uh, I always forget the guy that sings it, but it's a banger. It's the R&B version, Fire. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think those. I think those are the. I think those are the. Let's go. Let's go, Knicks. Oh yeah, See, that's all that CJ wants for Christmas. Uh, man, that'd be the perfect. You know, a little chip, just a little. You know, casual. Getting that on. Getting that on Christmas Day. Keeping you know, friends. We got to close this one out. Though. They play Christmas Day. Yeah, play the Sixers. A lot of people. Oh, still, oh my God. A lot of people. A lot of people wow. saying, "Oh." A lot of people saying, "Oh, we shouldn't have been on a Christmas Day." So, no, now it's looking different now. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's, a, it's beautiful when the games are played, just like in the NFL. When the games are being played, we learn more, and and that's the beauty in it. And this week, <laughs> whoa, we learned a lot. We learned a lot this week. Yeah, we did learn a lot of things. Matt, what's going on? Matt, what's going on, brother? Loss was the saddest I've seen. Oh yeah, I mean that's a. That's a given. That's CJ, a given. you're ready to get into everything. I think I think I think we'll we'll get into everything. I don't know. Are you pulling up the uh, the scores for for the people that are viewing, as we usually do. Listen, if you know, if you're only listening to the podcast, stop by the live version as well. You know, we got a lot. You know, we're, we're beautiful people, if you ask myself. So you know, you might as well come see. Hang out, get in the comments section, and uh, have a good time talking back and forth. Green Bay still alive. I don't know how, but we are. I saw that. I think Green Bay needs Commanders to lose two out of three, and the and the Seahawks to lose one, and then they have to win out. Or they need the Giants to lose all three, and then the Commanders to lose two out of three. You know, there's some, I saw some scenarios where the where the Packers make it now. Do I think it happens? I don't think I do. So they need a lot of help. They need some help. But 
I believe the Commanders play the 49ers this week. So that's probably, you know. And then the Seahawks, why not? Why can't they lose one more game this entire season? I feel like that ship's kind of, you know, gone off course a little bit. And then, you know, they got to hope that the Commanders lose one of the last two. So, hey, listen, it's that time of the year where anything's possible. And we certainly found that out this weekend. But we started out, you know, CJ, I almost want to do the unprecedented and start with our Patriot game to get it out of the way. But what do you want? You want to do that or do you want to go normal order? What are you what are we thinking here? Man. Yeah, we got to start with the Patriots. We got to start with that. I, I was hoping you were going to. I feel like it's the only right decision. I mean, listen, we're both fans of the team. And uh, it's, it's just it's the worst loss that I've ever seen in my life. Now, listen, I was I, I was watching the game. Listen, that as a Colts fan, I genuinely would have rather lost a comeback like that than lose the game that way. Because at least it's a no, – see, CJ, here's my thing. It's a slow death. It's a slow – see, it's a slow death, though. You can, like, see the buildup of it coming, and you can just – by the time it was tied and going into overtime, you already knew you were going to lose the game. 33-0. Nah, bro. I'm sorry. Listen. Uh, I was I was as, as was stupid, but not worse than thirty three zero. No, 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 no. But I'd rather lose a worse game than a stupid game. So I, I would personal listen. That's, that's yeah, the beauty. I, that's the beauty personally, thing. I don't. I, I, of course, we prefer neither. Um, oh, that's the. But end. yeah, go ahead, bro. So listen, you know, CJ, can you just scroll down to the game real quick? Because oh, I, you know, I just I want to look at. I want to stare the final score <laughs> right, right in the face. That's um, a lot. That's a lot. Thirty to twenty-four, the Raiders they beat the Pats, and I mean, I think the thing that annoys me not even most about this game because I'll get to the game. Don't worry about the game. Is that this season we've done things as as the Patriots that just aren't supposed to happen. Like, since when, like, a couple weeks ago, we gave a, uh, a kick return touchdown. This week, we're giving up a blocked punt. Like, this is the the most prepared, well-coached, do-your-job team that's ever existed, and we're doing all these stupid things. And then, all right, that's the whole season. And then we can just go into this game, right? I think it's the first drive. We, I, we barely score any touchdowns on the first drive. What happens? We get we get right down to that red zone, which is basically the house of horrors for us. If we if we get into the red zone, I'm already counting the three points because I know we're not going to score a touchdown. I mean, that's just let's be real, that's just too much to ask. Um, so we get down into that red zone. Nice little play. I, I believe uh, it was either I think it was a run for Ramondre or, or no 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 Mac did a uh, dove do over the top on a QB sneak. Touchdown. Let's go. Celebration. Woo. Timeout was called. Timeout was called. That's So that's wonderful. Then I believe we try to run another play to get a delay game because the play call is not coming in fast enough. But, listen, Bill is the one who made Matt Patricia the offensive coordinator for the season. So, of course, I'm supposed to trust it. That's, that's what I'm supposed to do. 
and well. How's that working out for us? Not very well. Um, Raiders go down. They score a touchdown. Then it's just a punt fest. Then we get our punt blocked, I believe. Raiders go down, score the touchdown. So now we're looking at halftime. It's uh, 14 to 6. I'm like, okay, well, that's definitely not what you want. Then we come out third quarter, play well, score, uh, you know, 10 in the third, which means, you know, 16, 14. That's cool. You know, winning the game at that point. Uh, You know, punt fest back and forth again. Patriots score a touchdown on a nice uh, Ramondre Stevenson run, which, by the way, we've had 178 yards in the game, a touchdown, you know, probably the best game of his career, of course. And, and we're up. We're up. I'm like, okay, it's 24. I think at that point it was like 24 something, 24 whatever. Um, then. 24. Uh, 16? 17. 17. 24 yeah. 17. Yeah. I'm feeling good. You know, there's about a minute 30 left. The Raiders hadn't really done anything in the, uh, in the second half of the game. Yeah, Uche was getting home. OJ's getting home. Yeah, I mean, listen. It's good stops. Secondary was playing well. Then in a minute 30, all of a sudden, they fall, they, they, they forgot to play defense. We give it up. I believe it was a fourth and fourth, fourth and, and ten. ten. Yeah. Fourth and ten, you give that up. And then here's my thing. Listen, are you going to double team the opposite receiver of Devon of Devontae Adams? No, of course you're not. Nobody does that. You double team Devontae, you get helps him. Right. My thing is, the end zone is the only thing that matters. There is not one thing on the field that matters more than the end zone. Not one. A field goal does nothing. Let's do some quick maths here, people. 24-17. Let's add 17 to 3 real quick. What does that get you to? Anybody in the audience? 20. What's greater than 20? 24. And that's what the Patriots had, so you can win the game. Congratulations. So a field goal doesn't matter. If you stop them before the end zone, even without a field goal, let's do some math again. 17 plus zero. Oh, still 17. 24 is greater than 17 the last time I checked, too. So, hey, you win the game in both of those scenarios. The one thing you can't do is give up a touchdown because outside the game. Granted, they make the extra point, whatever. And you let the receiver run right past you. Right, I mean, d- directly past you. If, if you look at the play, he, he's, he's running back, looking up. Why is he behind you? How do you let the receiver? I don't care if there was if he was four eleven. I mean, it's just like it's also the it's also the play that he that's being called too. That, well, you, know, you also got to take that in consideration as well. Play call. You know, are there uh, why 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 isn't there two safeties over the top? Like you said, if you play in the end zone, there should be two safeties over the top, not one. No, so even it should be one safety covered shadowing Devontae, which we did a good job of. Yeah, he didn't do nothing. <laughs> man, yeah, this this one hurt, bro. This one, this this this. So, man. so you let the receiver get behind you, and then. It's touchdown. Now, let's get into the touchdown as well. There is no way in the absolute possible great green and blue multicolored earth that we live on that that's a touchdown. 
I mean, how we have 8K. We have surpassed 1080p to 4K, surpassed that too. And we're up to 8K now, cameras. And we can't see that that's not a touchdown? And then, and then the, the still picture came out from the photographer. Oh, look. See? The, the white shoe. He's... Listen. The people arguing this just makes me realize how, how stupid people are as well. Because what shoe do you know just suddenly ends like this? It was a black sneaker with a white strip, and then the toe of the shoe was black. And guess what? It's on the line. It's not that very difficult to see. Also, you can see the white kick up from from the field when he catches the when he catches the pass. So that should not be a touchdown as it is. I don't know how we have this much technology and get calls wrong. It makes no sense to me. And then for the NFL to double down on it and say, oh yeah, there was no indisputable evidence. What cameras do you use? Everybody on the broadcast team, if you weren't a Raider fan, oh, that's not a touchdown. That's not a touchdown. Immediately, everybody on Twitter, oh, that's not a touchdown. You can see it right here. The call, the, the play on the field stands. Okay. So, listen, listen, you get screwed. That's fine. You know what? You, you're not supposed to lose a game because of one thing. And guess what? We didn't lose the game because of one thing. Because we go on offense and run a draw play with like 30 seconds left. We're at the we're at our own 45. Call a timeout with three seconds left. Now at that point, you're kind of like, I mean, I guess you call the timeout. You could have just let the clock go out, but whatever. You know, we'll throw a hail mary, hail mary from the 45. Because you know, listen, if you're in the NFL, you can't throw a hail mary from the 45. You shouldn't be in the NFL. I think Matt can reach the end zone from the 45. So I'm like, okay, they're gonna, you know, a little hail mary, whatever. We're going to overtime. Or, you know, maybe they try and get they, – they, they fake the kneel down, try to get to the 50 just to get extra five yards for fun. No, 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 no. They run a draw play with Ramondre. He gains 15 yards or whatever, is getting tackled and pitches the ball back. And I'm like, oh, my God. Thank the Lord that that didn't go wrong because that's just a stupid play. <laughs> Why would you pitch the ball back? Gets to Jacoby and then – he starts running backwards, which, first of all, you got to get to the end zone on the opposite way. So running backwards does nothing. And then I see him square up, and I'm like, what, what is, what is, what's going on right now? And then he – and here's my thing, CJ. Here's my thing. <laughs> throwing it backwards is bad enough? Who are you throwing it to? You're not throwing it to Tyreek Hill, who, if you remember that Dallas game a couple years ago, you know, took like a, a screen pass at like the end of the half and weaved through everybody and scored a touchdown. Cool. You're passing it to Mac Jones. What in the absolute fuck, excuse me, is Mac Jones going to do with the ball? Have you seen the guy try to run? <laughs> yeah. It was going to happen. So you did that for absolutely no reason. And not only was it to Mac Jones, he threw a dot to Chandler Jones. Wrong one, brother. <laughs> right. Wrong one. Jones. So Chandler Jones just baby bodies Mac to the ground and the pass. I mean, that is the worst thing I've ever seen. And listen, is it overreaction Tuesday for us? Sure it is. 
Overreaction Tuesday. Well, guess what? It's Overreaction Tuesday for me because it's an overreaction. And I don't actually kind of want this to be true. But Jacoby should never play the rest of the year. What do you? What do you? What do you? What are we doing, bro? What are, what are we talking about? How do you make? How do you can't make go it? that far? But it is disappointing that he was one of the guys that you feel me because he's he he, well, he is one of our most consistent players, you know. But that was yeah, tough. you know our best wide receiver on the third highest paid wide receiver room in the NFL, Jacoby Myers, number three on every other team. But you know that's a different story for a different day. Listen, all I'm saying is the loss tough. is disgusting. The team will never be good ever again. I pr- I will say this right now, until Patricia is is gone. And Bill is no longer the GM. Not the coach. He can be the coach. Bill cannot be the GM, and the team will never be good again. I'm t- I will say well, that. One out of two. One out of two could happen. One out of two could happen. Well, I think the second one is honestly, well, I don't know if it's bigger because Matt Patricia is absolutely awful. And the only place you should ever be allowed to call plays is on Madden. And even then, somebody should be over his shoulder monitoring yeah. it. No, nah, it sucks he can't draft skill players because everybody else he could draft. I mean, Marcus Jones, when he's on the field, he makes plays. Like, I know he gave up the touchdown, which, again, which is questionable. It wasn't a touchdown, but he's been making plays. Obviously, he got an interception. He got a punt return. He got a touchdown for off the screen. This guy is everywhere. So he's a young player. We'd like to see him more. Fair call by the officials. The officials are never wrong. The NFL does, does things. Uh, yeah. Definitely, definitely sarcasm. Yeah, right. <laughs> I see you. Uh, I see you, brother. But yeah, what's going on as well? Yeah, Michael, what's going on, my guy? Just a tough loss. Definitely one of the saddest. Definitely the saddest loss as a Patriot fan. No question about it. Uh, I can't even. I can't even think of one. That's 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 worse than this. To keep it to keep it a thousand with you, and there's been some like the, the Ravens losses in the playoffs. So, I, I'll say eight eight the Giants. Yeah, the, uh, I, the Giants. Both both both. Yeah, true. Both. But this one is just you know the Dolphins a couple of years ago. Even I don't even I, I don't even really be I don't even remember the Dolphins one. I, I remember it, but it's not. You know what I mean? It's this is this one is crazy. <laughs> this one is crazy. This is one of the saddest losses ever for a team. Period. Like not even just as a for the Patriots, just as a team. You know, to go out like that. You know, just to have low football IQ in the last few seconds of a game. Very troubling. So they don't deserve to be in the playoffs. And it speaks for it speaks, it speaks for it. We 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 said these were the two games they needed, and and then you know just try to make something happen with the next three. But now it's like seven and ten. It's so sad. That's what I mean. I, I say this every week. It's just so sad how it's formulating. That's that's the sad part. You know, if it's seven and ten, you're just like, all right, we're getting blown out in some games, and you know, we're getting completely blown out and out outmanned. It's not. That's not even the case. Even with the talent we got, we don't really we don't get babied. Like yeah, a couple games, Lamar went crazy beginning of the season. He's healthy, obviously. That's a tough one. But our, our losses, just like this one, is crazy. It's just uh, it's it's a disappointing season. It's a disappointing season, and 
hopefully, hopefully people, everybody, Bill looks himself in the mirror and realizes he made a mistake uh, picking Patricia as an offensive coordinator. Just for especially for development for a young quarterback, it does it doesn't help. He's not getting he's not getting better. He doesn't yeah. look comfortable in the pocket. The offensive line isn't great awful. by by any means. Uh, I mean, it's not awful, but it's, it, it needs help. It needs help. You know, we're gonna. Well, I, I would I would assume that uh, we do drive a tackle, but they need a lot of work. They need skill position players, man. It, it's time. It's time to, to, to either, you know, start going up, trading up for these talent or, you know, spending a couple of dollars to get, get these top guys because we need game changers. You know, I, I, you know, just real, real, real fast. You go to the, that Bears, Bears Eagles game. You look at the difference. Hertz has Smith and Brown. You look at all the plays that happened in that game, the big time plays, third downs, fourth downs, that third down to end the game, hurts that hurts the Brown to finish it. Like end of the Chargers game. Justin Herbert could throw it up to Keenan, Mike Williams. Keenan Allen on the left side on fourth down. Like you need you need those type of you need those type of game changers on your team, man. You, you, you need that. You need that then. You know, Mac doesn't have that. And I'm not saying Mac is going to be this all-world type guy. But when you have a, a first-year offensive play caller ever calling plays in professional football, and then you have mediocre talent. I mean, he had, he had better talent than Alabama. Yeah. So, you know, and everybody that's, everybody that's playing well, that he was playing with at Alabama, is playing well in the NFL. So that just Najee, Smith, Waddle, all of them make plays every single Sunday. So, but yeah, it's just a just disappointing loss. Just a disappointing loss. And uh, it's just like tough to even talk about football, bro. I was like, it was really tough. To, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. It was crazy. Just, it's the worst play in NFL history. That surpassed the Colts punt against us. Because at least that punt was just something stupid. That's literally lost the game. You literally lost the game on the dumbest play I've ever seen. Yeah, I think that surpasses the Colts for sure. I mean, that's it. That's it. I mean, all you had to do is just lay down, go into OT. Be different if you just It's just low football IQ, and that's sad. That's that's unpatriot way. You know, Patriots never play like that. They never play. They never do that. So that's what even made that's what made it even worse. Even like even without the Brady, even without Brady being there, they weren't making plays like that. So I, I don't know, man. Except, you know, Jacoby K said he made a mistake. Ramondre said he made a mistake. Max said he made a mistake. I appreciate the, you know, speaking up and saying, you know, I appreciate that. But yeah, man, it's disappointing. This is one of the most disappointing seasons in Patriots history. Easily, easily. They did him dirt. <laughs> they're doing them. They're doing themselves dirt. I mean, they, they they had opportunities to win games and do something special for our season. You know, there are some bright moments with the team, but just the execution every Sunday is just inconsistent, too conservative, 
it's it's sad. It's sad, but credit to the Raiders. They made plays when it mattered in the fourth quarter. Carr made plays when it mattered. Hit the guys when necessary. We play. I feel like we played a great game up until that last drive, and then obviously the end of the game. Played a great game. Ramondre did great. Defense. Kyle Duggar got a pick six. Defense was making. Defense was making plays. So the talent is there. It's just not enough. Yeah, just not enough. Sad. Sad, man. Well, let's move on from our own personal demons. <laughs> now we started off with where we usually would have, and that would be on Thursday night, which uh, last Thursday night game of the, of the year this this year is this week. So, uh, you know, forgot about all that. Now we look forward to the Saturday games. But that'll be for next week. And uh, we'll talk about the 49ers and the Seahawks right now because the 49ers went into Seattle and did what they were supposed to do. They won the game. Uh, 21-13. Didn't really feel that close, honestly. Um, definitely did not feel like a 21-13 game. Uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure the – I think the Seahawks scored more towards the end of the game, kind of, to, to kind of make it like a, oh, well, okay, we did something. But, you know, it wasn't anything special. The 49ers were definitely in control. Um, Brock Purdy, another good game, 17 to 26, 217, two touchdowns. McCaffrey, man, it's just unbelievable. 26 carries, 108 yards. He had a touchdown, uh, six catches, 30 yards. Kittle, hell of a game, four for 93, two touchdowns. So he showed out. And let me tell you, this is this is where I see the difference in teams and in and play calling. That first touchdown to Kittle is one of the better play designs that you'll see. They do they run two fake screens, one to the left, they turn around. To the right, Kittle's blocking the whole time. He releases, just streaks right up the middle, easy touchdown. And, I mean, that's the difference in in what certain teams can do and what other teams can't. I mean, that was just – that that's a great play design, a, a great time to call the play, obviously, and, and it all worked out. Um, the defense – San Francisco's defense is absolutely unbelievable. Uh, you obviously see why they are – uh, the number one defensive team. They gave up 277 yards in the game. Uh, I mean, San Francisco had 381, so more than 100 yards more than them. Only gave up 70 yards on the ground. Uh, and like I said, it was only 21 13 because Seattle scored towards the end of the game. They had a sack in the game. Uh, they dominated time of possession 33 minutes. Uh, I this should it's just a very good team, like San Francisco is unbelievable. Now you would think you lose Trey Lance at the beginning of the year, and you're like, okay, but at least we have Jimmy. Then they lose Jimmy, and it's like, damn, like what, what is this team going to become now? And I'm not saying that I think Brock Purdy is going to be, you know, some all-time great. You know, maybe he is, and maybe this is the beginning of some crazy, you know, Tom Brady-like story. Because obviously I'm sure when Brady came in for Bledsoe, nobody was like, yeah, I'm sure Tom Brady's going to go on to become the greatest player of all time. So, like, you obviously got to let play, you got to let things play out. I'm trying to say, 
uh, for a little bit. But the first few games that he's played in, he's played very, very well. Um, he does just enough. He makes some pretty decent throws. He makes the athletic play every once in a while that you're like, oh, kind of just honestly didn't expect him to make. Like that game last week when, you know, he made the, you know, against the Bucks. I, I don't know why. That's the play I always keep going back to, but just slightly impressive to me, you know. Runs out of the pocket, linebackers bearing down on him, just does a little slice up out of the way, gets the ball out of the way, throws a dot down the field. So if he's playing well, they're fine. But honestly, even if he's not, they might be fine because we've seen him with Jimmy. They do enough. They do enough. Uh, the defense is – this might be – honestly, this might be the best defensive unit they've had out of all of their runs, if I'm being honest. Got to get to the bow. But, yeah, it's looking great. Yeah. No, no, of course. But, like, even – I think this defense is better than the defense they had during the Super Bowl run. And, I mean, the ultimate safety blanket now is the fact that you have McCaffrey in the backfield. Yeah, you got two. You got two security blankets, yeah. I mean, yeah, you have yeah, you have Kittle, you got McCaffrey, and then obviously you got to hope that Debo comes back by the end of the year, which it sounds like he should. Uh, or at least in the playoffs, but I mean, if you're having a bad game, that's a big bullet. If you're having a bad game for Brock Purdy, you can listen. CMC, we're gonna need you to run the ball 25 times, and he's a true running back. Where it's like, okay, he's done that before; you can do it again. And the offensive line is so good that they have the ability to do that as well. You know, Trent Williams obviously leading the way. So, right. listen, it's a it's a dangerous, dangerous team. Uh, Seattle falls out of the playoff mix with, with this one. Um, they've kind of, you know, sputtered here recently. But, I mean, I guess you can't really complain about them losing to San Francisco because a lot of teams are going to lose to San Francisco. Uh, and right now, honestly, it just looks like a two-horse race in the NFC, if I'm being honest. It looks like a San Francisco-Philadelphia crash course. Uh, and, honestly, I hope that's what we get because, in my opinion, I feel like every other team gets dog-walked. By either one of them, like I playoffs, think playoffs is different. Playoffs are different, but listen, we'll talk about the Viking game. Obviously, coming. You up thought the season. Bengals going to AFC last season? No. Well, no, no. exactly. <laughs> well, going yeah. well, then again, that's different though because going into the year you didn't. But right. once they got to that's the playoffs, right? That's no, no. Everybody picked. The, everybody was saying Chiefs. Well, no, I, won't, I, won't, I won't lie. I picked the Chiefs, but I said it. I thought, you know, they did beat them earlier in the year. So, you know, listen, obviously we don't know what's going to happen. It's any given Sunday. Uh, we saw that this this week as well. Um, any given Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> yeah, Saturday and Sunday is any given. Sheesh. But, uh, yeah, the 49ers are very, very good. Yeah, the 49ers are very, very good. The only, the only thing for me is whoever this, whoever's going to be their quarterback, are they going to have that quarterback that can make that play in the playoffs? That third and 10, that third and nine. Yeah. When, you, when you need to either extend the drive, when you, when, we, when you need to extend the drive for to, to score or to, to keep the ball away from the opposing quarterback and, and close, do you, are you gonna, do you have a quarterback that could, that could do that? Do you have a quarterback that can make those plays? Mahomes, he can make those plays. Burrow can make those plays. 
uh, Hurts, we see it right now. He's been making those plays. Get the continue to make those plays in the playoffs. I think he can. Yeah. Josh Allen, same thing. Herbert, hopefully we get to see it this season. So Working that way. Right, exactly, which is good. So that's the thing for San Fran. You know, everybody talks about, everybody knows that that missed pass for Garoppolo. And we know he doesn't play great in the playoffs. Because even though, yeah, the, that team may be ranked whatever, it's a brand new season. It's a brand new season. And, and teams have time to game plan. You only focused on one team. It's just so many things that go into game planning and then learning about that team before you play them. And if, if you sleep and you think you're going to automatically get that dub, you could come, you could, you could lose that game easily. And then you, then you, it's fourth quarter with, you know, three minutes left and you're down 10 and you know, you can't come back. You're like, Oh, how did we lose this? So that's that's for San Fran. That's that's what they, that's that's the main question is: Do they have that quarterback that can make that play? Can Brady, could Purdy make those plays? We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. And if he can, then the likelihood of them making the Super Bowl is gonna be even higher. And then for the Seahawks, yeah, I mean, they just they gotta try to close out. They gotta try to they gotta try to do something because you got the Commanders there, the Packers trying to make moves. The Lions trying to make moves. The Giants trying Ooh, to continue. So it's it's a uh, it's definitely not not smooth sailing for uh, for the Seahawks. Man, they got to lock in. Every every dub matters. Still think Gino's getting thirty. I said if we get them to the playoffs. Okay. So if you don't get them to the playoffs, then nah. Because I, it's funny. Uh, was it this week or maybe last week? On Monday Night Countdown, they were having that same debate, and I remember that we had talked about that. I think uh, – no, oh, no. It might, actually might have been Thursday. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick said he's not. I think Sherman was like, oh, yeah, he definitely is. So, I don't know. Well, I, yeah, listen, we're only going to find out when free agency comes. So, uh, listen, we move on, though, to uh, – Gosh, if only the Patriots didn't do that. Uh, the game everybody would be talking about the most. Because <laughs> it is the greatest comeback in NFL history. The largest margin ever in a game. The Colts up 33-0. to zero. 33 nothing at halftime. Not the first quarter, because then, like, you know, maybe that's even a little bit more respectable. You know, first quarter you just get blown out, and the rest of the game you anchored down. Nah, thirty-three nothing at halftime, and end up losing the game, thirty-nine thirty-six to the Vikings in overtime. And man, oh man, can things just flip on a dime? They really, really can. Because I mean, even coming out of the uh, of half. Vikings get the ball, they punt. Uh, but the the Colts ended up punting to a right back. They go down, score a touchdown, so they're finally on the board. Then the Colts come down, they kick a field goal, so a nice little response. And even at that point, 36 to 7. Who cares about a touchdown anyway? Well, next drive, Vikings go down, score another touchdown. 
36, 17 or 14. You're still, you still don't really care. Then the, then the Colts punt again. Vikings go down, score a touchdown. Okay. 36, 21. It's like nice little story, but it's the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah. Stop it. Colts got to close it out, right? Yeah. Well, then the Colts punt again. <laughs> Crazy. Colts punt again. And then, and then the Vikings get intercepted. So now you're really like, okay, 36, 21. You, you had all the momentum because you scored a touchdown. You made them punt again, and you would go and score a touchdown, make them punt again. You're like, okay, all the momentum, go down, score, whatever. They throw the interceptions. So it's dead. It's over. CJ, the game's over now. That was the one that broke the camel's back. Well, then, the uh, the Colts start at their own uh, two-yard line, take 56 seconds off the clock and punt. All the Vikings go down, score a touchdown, 36-28. Well, that's you know, getting a little concerning now. Then the Colts fumble, but the Vikings turn over on downs. Then the Colts said, I raise you turn it over on downs, and we'll do it too. They go down. Score a touchdown and uh, end up tying the game. End up tying the game. Crazy. They both punt to. They both punt the ball. The game ends. Well, regulation ends, I should say. Overtime. Vikings get it first. They punt. Colts punt it back. Vikings go fifty-five yards, kick a field goal to come back and win. I mean. I'm just sitting there in absolute amazement watching it. Because like I said, at every point you were wait it was it was sort of like the oh well this is cool, but they're not gonna do it because of this. It was like, oh look, all the Vikings have all the momentum, but Kirk just threw an interception. Like, okay, well that just ruined everything. Like this was gonna be a fun comeback, but but nothing now. And then it's like, oh, the Vikings have all the momentum again, but they turn over on downs. Now it's really over. And it just – it was just never over. Um, I mean, Matt Ryan, talk about going down in infamy for all the wrong reasons. I mean, like Matt All Matt, the wrong reasons. Biggest choker of all time, potentially. I mean, biggest blown regular season lead, Super Bowl lead. I don't know what the international lead thing is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. International lead is crazy. I mean, shut out New York Knicks eight in a row. Let's get it. I did see that they just won. You know, CJ, I'm happy for you during this holiday season. But um, <laughs> black lips were choking on big games. Yeah, that's right. That's what I was getting at. Vic, you're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> um, but I mean, that, and listen, that route by Justin Jefferson on Gilmore. Somebody put that in the loop. I don't want that at the NFL Hall of Fame. I want that as an art picture hung up right next to Mona Lisa. That's where I want it. It's one of the best. Tell him stays healthy. He's going to go down top five. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's on pace to break the, the uh, single season record. Definitely on pace for that, too. I think he needs to average like 125 yards the last couple of games. So, definitely, uh, definitely possible for him. But, I mean. <laughs> what a game. What a game. Like, I don't know. There's just – I don't know. There's so much happened. Uh, it was it was literally the most unbelievable thing I have watched. 
Yeah, it was it was it was insane. It was insane, man. Uh, everybody just wanted to destroy the Vikings. Twitter was going wild. Just the Vikings, they fraud. I know you was going crazy. I did call fraud. Guess what? Fraud. I stand by it. And but they persevered and they and they fought they fought through. They made the plays necessary. I, it's just man, you you got to play damn near close to perfect football. And that's what they did. You know, to go on a 39-3 run <laughs> is pretty pretty insane. Pretty insane. In a football game, uh, a lot of things have to go right. A lot. And the Colts just, I don't know. I mean, Jeff Saturday. That ends it, doesn't it? Ends what? The, the, the Jeff Saturday experience? Yeah, I think if they, if I think if they won like two it's or three the, the games, cow, the Cowboys, the Cowboys won, and this. I think it, if they it, win like two or three games during his little run, maybe they try and bring him back. But I mean, I don't think so, man. I think. I mean, listen. They don't. He doesn't have. He he didn't really have opportunity to build his team. He got. He accepted the job, but this is the team he has right now. This is not the team that that he he built. You could look; they could look at it from a moral side, moral victory side. But uh, you know, they just they they do need a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback. That's limited. That that changes a lot. You know, you're up thirty, you're up thirty three over with an elite quarterback. More times than not. That's not that's not that lead is not being that lead is not being blown. I don't even so, think you gotta be elite. You gotta be not awful. True, but I'm saying if they did have a guy oh, like yeah. that, it's it's a game changer. So you know, they're losing that. You, you could you could say it's, it's it's good for them. Cause why should they be winning that game? They're not they're not making the playoffs. So it's sad how they lost, but this is good for them. They need a quarterback. I, I'm, I'm staying consistent on my stance on the Colts that I've, I've been all week. I mean, throughout the all, all the weeks. True. I mean, this is a sad. This is a this is a bad loss, but it's still a loss, which gets them closer to a quarterback. So, uh, and they're gonna need that because, like, like, like we predicted when. Lawrence has structure. He was going to be good. And here we are right now. We're seeing him flourish right now. Towards the end of the season. He's on right now? Towards the end of the season, yeah. And he's playing great football. So they're going to need a guy. They're going to need to find a guy for the Vikings. It's scary. You got to be, if you, you got to be, you got to just, you're just scared as a fan. You have to be. You have to be scared as a Viking fan. Yeah, you won the game, but it's just like you were down 33 zip to the Colts. So if that's another team, y'all going home. That's in the playoffs, y'all going home. Now, it does show the perseverance and the resiliency of your squad to come back down that and come back and win the game in front of the home crowd. Um, not making the home crowd go home and look like, you know, and, like, damn, we got embarrassed for you, for yourself as well. 
you don't want to get embarrassed on your home field. That's embarrassing. You're the first game on, on a Saturday, Saturday primetime game. You talk about Kirk Cousins in primetime games. Ooh. So it's like, you know, what? Yeah. So listen, they show, they show resiliency, they show perseverance. But if you're a fan, I know you still have trust issues. You just have to. It's just you see, it's so inconsistent, and and it relies and a lot of it has to do with Kirk. Yeah, a lot of it has to do with Kirk and then the defense as well. Kirk and the defense, they have to lock in. They have to lock in. They're eleven and three, and no one believes in them. But if they believe in themselves, that's all that matters. And that's what they did. Plus two point differential, and they are eleven and three. I mean, that's why I stand. Listen, I was tweeting out that they were frauds. Shout out, uh, freezing cold takes that uh, <laughs> I wasn't put on there. Um, but I, I listen. I, like I said, I'll stick by just like you stuck by your your Colts need to lose prediction. I'm sticking by the fact that they're one and done if they play the right team, maybe. Yeah, if they get blown out, if they lose, if they when they lose, they lose bad. But when they win, they they win all their close games. That's that's the type of team that they are. Can we talk about Dak? If we haven't already. Oh, we will. Yeah, we'll oh, we get to will. that for sure, brother. Great iron. Welcome back. Hope you're feeling better. Hope you uh, kicked COVID right in the ass. What's nice. going on? Vikings are fools gold. I don't believe in them. I'm right there with Grin. I also have another question. I was thinking about this just because I'm curious of uh, where we get the audience from. How'd you find us, Gridiron? Let me let me know in the comments. Were you scroll, scrolling through? Said, hey, look, those two wonderful guys over there. Let's uh, let's listen to the pod. A little recommendation, maybe. I'm just curious. Curious how you found how you found the kids. Um, but yeah, no, I don't listen, Gridiron. I'm right there with you. I don't I have zero I have zero faith. I've seen them play actual decent teams and it's never good. They should have lost the Bills game if it's not for one of the craziest endings ever. They should have lost this game. They got destroyed by the Cowboys and the and the um Eagles. They lost to the Lions already. I mean, I just I, I don't when they're when they're on they 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 play really well and they know how to they they know how to win close games. Yeah, they certainly they know how to win close games. They know how to come back. Also, because the Bills game and also this game, the Colts game. But when they lose, it it's, just, it's, it's just because who they who they've lost to, and how they've lost. You know, if they had lost close games to the Eagles. And yeah. the Cowboys, I don't think anybody would say this, but it's the fact that their losses are so bad, and it, and it, and it's and then it's to the other, you know, their competitors in terms of the other their conference that they have to go through. Right, exactly. So that's that's what makes them so untrustworthy. But this this was a big win. They needed this one for sure, and tough for the Colts. But is it really? Yeah. Uh, we'll go on to uh, definitely a game that didn't live up to the expectations of the Saturday game that preceded them. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah. Browns get a boring 13-3 to win 
over the Ravens. Honestly, missed the first like half of the game because you know the scheduling geniuses on uh, put it only on NFL Network. So unless you had the local broadcast, you couldn't watch the start of the game because the Viking Colt game wasn't over yet. So missed, and it wasn't it wasn't allowed to be put on Sunday Ticket. They had no red zone either. So you know, missed a, a good portion. The first half, I mean, everybody did. Like I said, unless you had the uh, local broadcast. And again, I guess we didn't really miss much. It was only a thirteen-three game. Um, and CJ, I don't, I don't know if I paid attention too much to this one. Uh, I kind of expected. I think I, I at least had the Browns winning this game. I sure hope I did. Um, but I mean, listen, without Lamar, there's no point in watching the Ravens. I'm not gonna lie. I, I think that they're a very, very boring team to watch. Uh, Huntley, seventeen of thirty. Um, 138. Lamar had a why is it, Lamar played in this game? Nah. Do they have another Lamar Jackson on the team? They might, they might, yeah. Uh, I guess they play. do because I'm look, looking at the stats, it says Lamar Jackson 101. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, listen, I, I, don't, I don't, I didn't pay too close of attention, but I will say the one thing that did come out of this game that's definitely encouraging. J.K. Dobbins, 13 carries, 125 yards. I mean, damn, nine yards a carry. So, obviously, he was doing his thing. But CJ is the same old story. That's the only thing they can do. Uh, they just claimed Sammy Watkins off waivers because he got um, – Got cut by the Packers. He got cut by the Packers. Uh, they just placed DuVernay on the IR. So, that's another person. And here's the other thing. And maybe it's because Lamar is not playing and – you know, you have to focus on Lamar when he is actually playing because he can do things outside the pocket. Where did Mark Andrews go? Like, I don't know. I don't. I think probably, I, not, I don't probably not 100. I don't remember the exact stat though, but he hasn't been over 60 yards since week like six or seven. Uh, I mean, it's probably not. It's probably not 100. Or just teams doing a good job. Just it's like yo, this is this is the only guy we have to stop. That's right. it. I mean, you know, and then we know Greg Roman is not the best play caller. So is he putting him in other positions to other positions on the field to succeed? I, I doubt that. I doubt that. So I, I think it could be a multitude of things. But, let me ask you another question. And also Lamar being out. Let me, let me ask you one more question. Now, listen, it's only been three weeks, which is why it's a question, not a statement. When you start getting a little, uh, hey, Deshaun. Where's the where's the old where's the where's the old Deshaun? Because I think they've scored two offensive touchdowns since he's been back. I want to say it is. So the offense hasn't been very good. I mean, he was eighteen to twenty eight in this game, one sixty one. Now listen, that's why I said it is a question on my ears. Oh, Deshaun will never play good again. But is there a point in this year, or do you just give him the entire season of being like, bro, he was out for two years, and you got to let him get comfortable? Or is there like a point where you're like? This is a little concerning. No, I mean I'm not. I'm not really concerned. Um, okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really. I'm not really concerned. Just gotta gotta keep getting reps. Gotta keep getting reps. He missed. Like he pretty much missed two years. And football is not. You, you gotta. You gotta trust them. You gotta trust your your linemen. It's, it's just a lot. Like it's just not just oh, you just go back in there and you just throw for three hundred fifty yards. 
three yeah, touchdowns. It's not, it's not you gotta, baseball, basketball, you know. You gotta understand your line, the field, running in that run around in the field and just Defense. under understanding. Yeah, just seeing just seeing things again, seeing coverages again, seeing how guys are playing you, uh receivers, getting back on time with receivers. It's great so, iron. Didn't mean to block you out there, CJ. Pleasure, man. <laughs> Say, yeah, man, I beat COVID like it was just Saturday. <laughs> uh, I found you guys just doing a random search for an NFL stream on Tuesday night. Found you guys and two others I like, you and CJ. <laughs> you and CJ better. Hey. Appreciate you, man. I'll take that. You guys are both yes. very knowledgeable. I appreciate the uh, appreciate that. Thank appreciate you. you, my guy. Appreciate that. But yeah. Yeah, they just they just need that talent. The, the Ravens, they, they they need the talent, man. And then for the Browns, it's just it's gonna take a little minute. For the Sean, it just is. But they just keep making them reps, and they're going to be fine. But I definitely thought they were going to win this game just because Lamar's not playing for the Ravens, and we already know they don't have anybody else. Their Dobbins look good, though. Dobbins did look good. So that's that's encouraging if you're a Ravens fan. But outside of that, you probably knew you weren't going to win this one. Yeah, not much of an opportunity there. Uh, and obviously with their loss, we know that the – uh, Bengals, who will obviously get to later on in the show, one. So the Bengals are now the division leader. Ravens fall down to the uh, to the wild card. So it'll be interesting to see how all that plays out as well. But let's go on again to uh, the Bills and the Dolphins, which was a very big game, obviously in the division, but clearly means a lot to the I would say to the Bills more. Uh, because they are still looking to keep that number one seed and make sure that the playoffs go right through Buffalo, which, listen, CJ, we're in New York right now. It's quite cold. can only imagine up there in Buffalo. So if they're going to force teams to come up there, obviously they're kind of used to it, and, uh, well, other teams might struggle a little bit. But as for the game itself, uh, it was looking good for Buffalo. They were up uh, 21-13 going into half. Things kind of turned around. Um, the Dolphins ended up outscoring them 13-0 in the third quarter. And then the fourth quarter, man, it really picks up, obviously, because you know that's when that real, like, movie fun football that I think a lot of people like to watch, too, started. Um it starts snowing. You see the field starting to get covered. Obviously, there was a big snowstorm there before, but it had already all gotten cleared out. We saw the Bills fans throwing the snowballs and things. Uh, they said it. Wilder. Wilder, bro. <laughs> yeah, they were having a good time for sure. Nah, that's, uh, say, say, they throw a snowball when they play a slip. Not even not even a, 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 a fin, a fin, a dolphin, a bill, too. And then they, the referee came out and said, listen, if it hits anybody, that's a 15-yard penalty on the Bills. So immediately like, it stopped. No, it type of, no type of self-control. There was a good point after the game, though, made by uh, Jordan Poyer. What if a Dolphin fan just chucked a snowball and hit somebody? How would the how would the refs technically know that it was a Bill? That was a Dolphin fan, not a Bill fan? Either way. We could have used dumb. it to their advantage. It's dumb either way, bro. Oh, no. It's like these guys get paid. You know, Mason, you throwing snowballs at the players. Y'all stupid. I can't be that stupid. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> a lot of adult beverages going on in those in those uh, in those stadiums. I can not for sure. <laughs> I would imagine contributed heavily. Heavily, nah, for sure. Um, but yeah, 
um, what, was I, what was I saying? Oh, towards, towards the end of the game, uh, Bills are down. They need something. And I think the big turning point was that 44-yard run from Josh. Uh, he took he takes you know a shotgun a snap. Uh, I don't I don't believe, I don't know if it was a draw play or was a pass in the end, and then he just ran it anyway. But forty four yards, he goes down. Um, but they end up scoring the touchdown. Uh, then they need the two point conversion. They do a little QB power. Uh, he jumps over the pile. It looked like that it had gotten knocked out uh, before he had reached uh, before he had crossed the line, but it didn't. Uh, so they were successful on the two point conversion. Uh, the Bills defense then uh, ended up getting a stop. And then the Bills went down from their own seven, too. The Bills started that possession, the final possession of the game, at their own seven, uh, went 16 plays, 65 yards, and uh, kicked a field goal as time expired. So, listen, like I said, it was a very, Tyler very Bass. big – Yeah, Tyler Bass. You know, and, and here's the thing, right? Like, this is why – Josh Allen works for the Bills. Like you need a quarterback because I mean, listen, I think it was, I think there was like 15 mile per hour winds, snow, you know, all this craziness going on. You need a quarterback like that that can that can play through that stuff. Like we've seen CJ. I mean, we've seen it before too. You know, every oh oh, it's raining or it's windy in Foxborough. Brady had a good arm. It didn't matter. Like they could still pass the ball. They could still do what they had to do because you have a good arm. And obviously, Josh is a gigantic human being, has an absolute cannon. So he can cut through the wind. He can run it if things, you know, aren't going their way. Um, but, yeah, this was this was a big win for the Bills. They needed this because it obviously – I mean, listen, the Chiefs did struggle, which, once again, we will get to. But if, if they want to keep that one seed, they're probably going to have to win out because you would imagine – that the Chiefs went out. It just feels like that's what's going to happen uh, for them. It just never feels like they're going to lose, although, like I said, they did struggle this week, and it is any given weekend now, not only Sundays. Uh, but a very, very fun game and really picked up in the fourth quarter, obviously, and there's nothing like a good snow game, I'm telling you. There's nothing like it. Yeah, Miami, they had a good game plan. They were, they wanted to run the football. Mike McDaniel, that's, that's his calling card. That's what got him this job. He was the run game coordinator for the 49ers. And that's what they did. They were running the football, working play action. Two would get some solid passes. That passed to, to Waddle for the touchdown. It's a big play for them. Tyreek, he tweeted, he said he could have played better. He definitely could have played better. Uh, they, they, there were moments where they needed him. There were some catches that uh, I'm used to him, you know, coming down with that he didn't come down with. That would have been big for the team. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But this was a, I mean, they, they, they lost this game was three in a row now. They've lost three in a row. But this one, I like that they, they fought. They definitely fought. And I think people thought they were going to get blown out because of the snow and this and that. And it was a close game. It came down right to the wire. It came down to a last, last game field goal. So a last second field goal. And Buffalo, they did what they needed to do, protect home court, a home field, <laughs> and same thing, exactly. Putting up 32, Josh Allen making big plays. And that, and that's exactly what you said about the arm strength. That's a big deal. That's a factor. And then in those conditions, that's how you have to draft. And that's a smart 
That's a smart GM. Oh, we're in this. We play in this weather. I'm gonna need a strong arm quarterback, and and and, it, and it's worked for and it worked for them. And it's it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely can't have a pea shooter out there if if you're playing for the Bills. You're gonna have a lot of not favorable weather, and uh, you're gonna need somebody that can that can take care of things. And listen, it wasn't even really Diggs that was the big thing in this game. Uh, they they ran the Bills ran the ball a lot. Um, I mean, Josh Allen had ten carries himself. Singletary had thirteen carries. Cooks had five carries. So they they were they were trying to run the ball, which obviously we've been saying for years. Uh, they just have to try and and do better. But I mean, Dawson Knox had a very very good game. Six catches. He had ninety eight yards. He had that touchdown. Um, and here's the other thing too, CJ, that I, I that has to be encouraging if if you're looking for the Bills to you know go all the way. Obviously, if you're a Bills fan, it's another week where Josh Allen didn't turn the ball over. And this is actually no way. I think he fumbled. I lied, but he didn't throw an interception, which which had been the problem, you know, taking too many chances. It felt like, you know, listen, we can use the points here, but, you know, he would make some some throw over the middle of the field, and, and it just wouldn't work out. Four touchdowns in this game, no interceptions, uh, 25 of 40. Obviously, you want the completion percentage to be a little bit higher, but like I said, in this weather, all the things going on, like, that's that's what you want. You want to make sure that the team is rounding into shape now. Like, you can peak early in the year, but if you're not going to do it the entire year, you peaked too early, and then obviously you don't want your team to peak, you know, too late, or and you know not go, you know not be, not be able to go on that run because you started out slow. But you know if he can cut those turnovers down like he's been doing the last couple of weeks, the defense is going to continue to play the way that they're playing. I mean, listen, they do have to try and, and fix up the run game. Maybe that's just, uh, you know practicing in more better defensive play calling, maybe stacking the box a little bit more, putting the corners more on one-on-one situation. Because, listen, they have guys over there. I mean, you have um, – what's his name? Travis White, right? Travis White, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so – and we know that he was a pro bowler prior to yeah. everything. So, listen, maybe it's about putting them in one-on-one situations a little bit more or in situations that, you know, are maybe obvious rundowns. Because I'll tell you what. You won the game, but letting Miami and Raheem Moster average eight yards a carry. It's and here's the thing that I'm a little. I maybe I mean, listen, I know that they were down in the game, but he's averaged eight yards a carry. He only got 17 carries. Moster, Moster. Yeah, Moster only got 17 carries. You're averaging eight yards, and I feel like that's what the NFL is sometimes. Where like they get, I feel like people overthink, and it's not only in this game. It, you see it a lot, like even with the Titans sometimes because they have Derrick Henry. But like, you're averaging eight yards a carry. Just run the ball. I know that passing is more fun for everybody else, probably, and you know it's a passing league and, and this that. And you have Tyreek and you have Waddle, and you had all this faith in Tua coming into the season, so you want to eight yards a carry. <laughs> but you also got you also got to think about what that defense is in. Maybe maybe they do call a run play, but when they look at the defense, the box is loaded. Then you check out of that run into a pass. So yeah. you know those those situations that those those situations happen a lot. 
So, you know, it's, but I, I feel what you're saying though. I feel what you're saying. Stay aggressive. And for a game like that, you gotta, you gotta keep the ball out of Josh hand, Josh Allen's hands. I, I, and, and running the football is obviously the, the number one way to do that. See, like, like I, I get what you're saying as well, but like for me, it's almost, it's almost a, uh, when you prove it to me, I'll change thing. You know what I mean? Like when, even if you stack the box, prove to me you can stop the run right now because we're running it all over you. And then listen, maybe I'll change it up after that. So, listen. Obviously, we, we don't know the play calls. We don't know the situations that were going on. But when you average eight yards, you carry. Because I mean, even um, Salvin Ahmed, who had six carries for them, averaged seven point two yards a carry. Yeah, they, they, they were running the ball. They, and were, they had they were working on the play action. Those linebackers started to come down. And two was hitting Waddle. Two was hitting uh, Wilson. He was hitting those guys. So, but. Big win for the Bills. Dolphins on a little bit of a skid there. So, uh, hey, we'll see uh, how everything pans out into the future. But we go to Sunday now. That would be the Falcons and the Saints. Saints pick up a 21-18 victory over the Falcons. Um, what's his name? I can't think of his name now. The quarterback. He just made it. Desmond Ritter. Rattler. Rattler? Yeah. Desmond Ritter. Rattler. Desmond Ritter. Why am I thinking Rattler? What am I talking about? Oh, um, Spencer, Spencer Rattler. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ritter makes his debut in this game less than 13 to 26, only 97 yards. Uh, but this is another team that was running the ball well. Tyler, I don't know how to say his last name. So I'm not even. Uh, Algier. Algier, there we go. See? Yeah. See? Guys, CJ's the smart one on the show. <laughs> Let's be real here. Uh, 17 for 139, eight yards of carry. Uh, so he was having a Rookie. big day. Yeah, big day. Big, big day. Uh, Drake London, he was seven for uh, seven catches, 70 yards, but obviously fumble. had the huge fumble. Huge fumble. That really just uh, ended the game for them. Uh, but I'll be honest, game wasn't really on the uh, – game wasn't on the screen. You can only pick four. For a Sunday ticket, didn't make the cut. So I did not watch too much of it. Um, but listen, both – I mean, technically, both of these teams are alive because the South is just absolutely terrible, uh, which we obviously all thought it was going to be a Bucks runaway division because we thought the rest of the teams were going to be bad. Nope, turns out the Bucks are bad too. So technically, big win for the Saints. Yeah, big one for the Saints. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with the Bucks in these next three games, three four games. So, any anything anything can happen at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's big big W for the Fal- Falcons. They play solid defense. Uh, for them to be in that game at the end, the way Ritter was playing, he wasn't he didn't wasn't passing the ball great, using his legs at times. He's athletic. Yeah, they were running the football. Patterson got the touchdown. Drake London was playing well up until the fumble, unfortunately. But this is a big win, division win. So it's just the Saints. You know, they're gonna they're gonna need help. They need a lot of help. <laughs> and you know, they gotta win out and they need help. So Yeah, because obviously the Bucs had the tiebreaker on them. They beat them both times when they faced, so. Yeah, so they 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 just they just got to control this. 
this right now, this point of the season is the, even though that it's just like this period in football, but now more importantly, this is the control what you can control part of the season. You just play your games, you win, and then whatever happens, you can't get mad because you didn't do enough earlier. But you, but right now you control what you can control and then see what happens. If you, if you make it great, if you don't, can't get upset because you had opportunities throughout the season to get two more wins, three more wins, just didn't execute in those key situations, key moments throughout the game. So we're going to see who who's mentally tough in these next three games. Uh, when you see all those teams in the hunt, playoff picture right there, seven and seven, six and eight, five and nine, you know what I mean? That those teams right there. We're gonna see who, who's who's who got some dogs, who got some mental mentally tough players over there. Go find out. Yeah, and then to Gridiron's point, um, said I hate when teams debut a quarterback against a monster defense and the QB sucks. I feel like it does no one favors. Uh, this is unavoidable because of the Mariota injury, but still, I get what you're saying too because I remember earlier in the year uh, when you gotta Mitch get reps sometime or at some point. Yeah, you no, I get what you mean, but I I, I feel like Gridiron, I know. I'm more. I'm on. I'm with you on that because it's like, like earlier in the year when Kenny Pickett was finally in to come in. I think they had to play like the Bills. Was it the Rams? I mean, we didn't know the Rams were terrible yet, though. I don't know. He he had to play like three very good on paper, at least defenses in a row. And I was like, listen, I and and here's the thing: if you're going to be a quarterback in the NFL, you're going to have to play them anyway. So what are we talking about? That's it. Wait, wait, wait. That's it. It's, That's it right there, bro. You just, you just, you just answered your, you just ended the whole discussion right there. against them. That's, <laughs> That's a rough it. spot to, to debut them against them, though. That's tough. So what? No, no prior NFL reps. And now you got to go against. Oh, so what are we? So we doing tune-ups for quarterbacks? What? Oh, we, quarterbacks doing tune-ups? Man, you better go out there and play, bro. bro we, drafted you. we drafted you in the first round. We need you to be a dog. If you lose, you lose. But you go out there and be a dog. What? Tune-ups for quarterbacks? Listen. What is this, bro? Man. Listen, I would rather – I'm saying if I'm – What are we talking about, it, man? I would much rather de- debut my quarterback against a softer nah, defense. I want a, a softer defense. I, mean, I want to debut my quarterback against dogs. I want to see what happens when we throw him in – when he's in the, under the fire – when it's not going well, is he going to still stand there and be that guy against yeah, a soft you're going to find defense? that out anyway. No, but I want to find it out right now, first game. What's up? All right, so they have make a make, make a great – if he has a terrible but, – but this is what I'm saying. I'm not talking about stats. I'm talking about intangibles. I'm saying if he if he if he's not playing well, he's struggling, but he's still going out there playing his butt off, playing tough, making the right plays here and there trying to get a good drive together, seeing good things. If you see some good things out of that loss, if they get blown out, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not so if you have if like I said, Ritter didn't have a great game stat wise, but they were still in the game. Yeah. They had an opportunity they had an opportunity to, to go to go down and, and, I and try to win, the game. win it until London fumbled. So this is what I mean. Intangibles. This is what I mean. Intangibles. So we'll see. But yeah, what? Tune ups for quarterbacks? Well, Perfect world. There's no, there's no such thing as a perfect world in football, bro. Notice, I know. Some, that doesn't even, that's that's not even, that doesn't, that's not applicable to, to football. It's just I'm not. Trying. 
How? Because you can get you, you know, so you don't think that soft defense is gonna be like, yo, we're not gonna let this rookie come and have a great Listen, have a great they game. might think that oh, they, oh, they waited, they oh they anyway, they, so it doesn't oh, matter. They, Oh, they waited. They 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 skipped this defense so so he, so he could come play us. Oh, word! If I'm a Listen, if I'm the coach, if I'm have... the coach, I'm like I'm telling my players, I'm I'm like this is what they're doing. They 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 skip they skip this team to play us because they think this is going to be his breakout game, his debut breakout game, so he could look nice. That's 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 what, y'all just gonna let him go do that. Listen, and and that's when I will find out if I got dogs on my team. See, so you can find out if you got the dogs on the defense, and I'll have a soft opening for my quarterback. But there's no such thing as, a, as that's what I'm, I'm trying to tell you. There's no such thing as a soft opening, though. There's no such thing. Even a 32nd team, 32nd ranked defense, not just gonna let some rookie quarterback come in there and just ball out, bro. Unless he's a dog too, then that's different. But just oh yeah, we're gonna give him this game. You, know, you better go out there and ball out. When it's time for you to ball out, if you're ready, it doesn't matter. What who you playing? If you if you the guy, it does not matter who you playing, rookie or not. See, but here's my Tune thing. Right? for quarterbacks. Here's my thing. What if I got a bad defense? <laughs> if I got a bad defense, and then the rest of the season we'll live in a ma- we'll live in a in a magic world that I would have there to play the no number one. Thing. If I had to play the number, the top five defenses all in a row, but the game before I had the thirty second best defense. I would debut man's the thirty second best, and then he's playing the rest anyway. Either way, he's going to play the teams. I'm a You're going to find out if he's going to be a dog no matter what. Yeah, but I'm saying, I'm but at least let him get comfortable ready. in one game. If he's ready to play, he's playing. That's it. It don't matter who. It don't matter who's on the schedule. If you're ready to play. You're playing. Oh well, what? yeah. Listen, sometimes you don't have a choice, like in this situation. Even if no, period, bro. All right. If you're ready to play, you showing me ready to play. You go out there and ball out, bro. If you play, if you don't play well, if the stats show you don't play well, cool. But what else are you doing? And again, they made it close. They made it close with a rookie quarterback. His first, his first game against a great defense. Again, a great defense. He can learn a lot from this game. He could take this game. It could go. It could go a couple. It could go a few ways. So it's what I'm saying. When you're saying, "Oh, wait for the soft defense," that's that. That's not that. That that's that could be misleading film. Could be, or it could because then because then you'll because then you'll because then you'll say this. You'll be like, "Oh, he's only." Because then they'll say this. They'll be like, "Oh, he's only playing well because he's going up against trash defenses, right?" Of course. So which one is it, bro? Okay, but even for this which one, is it? Oh, he's only kicking up because he's going up against the the thirty second and the thirtieth. Well, defense. yeah, but you can twist it around too. Oh, he only played bad because he's playing a good defense. You got to give him a chance. Okay, but then, but then, but you see what I'm saying though? I'm saying okay. I think, right. I think both ways right. you, you lose. Nah, how are you losing? If, if you got a dog, you're not losing, bro. If you got a dog, you're not losing. You you don't you don't think those L's that the Eagles were taking last year with Jalen Hurts? You don't think that that's made him a better player? All right, because he's a dog, bro. So you got to find out, lose or win. Got to find out if you got a dog, and you. And it's better for you to find out when you lose if you got a dog or not. Period. So, damn man, we got to find out. He's a young quarterback. He's young. He he he, he, he looks like about forty five though. <laughs> yeah, but he's athletic. He can make plays. You know, sometimes he was trying to climb in the. There was sometimes they were trying to climb. The, the 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 Saints did a great job. They contain on the outside, and you know, whenever he tried to climb in the pocket and run and run in between the A and B gaps, 
they just honed in and then got to his legs and, and, and tackled him and wrapped him up. It's a great, great defensive game plan against a young guy that's going to want to get out of there quickly because he's young. It was a great game plan by Dennis Allen, and they made enough plays. They made, they just made more plays. You see that uh, his job plays. is reportedly safe no matter what? Who are you talking about, Dennis Allen? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you need a quarterback in this league, bro. That's what, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't – like, what do you expect some people – you got Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston, or your gadget Taysom. Taysom yeah, you, really uh, yeah. you need a quarterback in this league, man. You need a QB. And in a division, that's, that's very winnable. So if they get whoever gets one first, jackpot. Oh. Especially because Brady's gone after the season, I think at least. And I don't know. Not. I don't know. Either way, either way, whether he's gone or whoever, 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 whoever gets the quarterback, the next one first, because that's that's the division where they don't have a young quarterback on the call. Oh, no, they have. I mean, besides, you know, I almost said Ritter again. Oh, we know it is Ritter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna see. We're gonna see what he is. It's only one game, you know. I can't. I can't put that stamp on him right now. But Ritter and Rowley. Uh, I don't even know what right. I'm talking about on my own show. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, but right, right now, they, they, they're the division that, uh, that's starving for that young up and comer. And, uh, and when they do get that, it's just gonna make the league even better. So, and it's gonna happen soon because we see a couple guys coming out. Absolutely. Um, listen, realistically, another team that's starving because well, they're in that division are the Panthers, and they took on the Steelers. I guess technically the opposite way because, you know, Steelers were the away team, but whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, Steelers went in to Carolina and got the 24-216 win. Uh, CJ, once again, I don't lie to the people. This wasn't a game that was on the uh, on the to-do list, but just looking at it, uh, you clearly didn't win the game exactly because of Mitch. But he didn't lose it because of Mitch either. He was 17 to 22, 179, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Najee, 24 for 86, a touchdown. Jalen Warren, um, 11 for 38, a touchdown. Obviously did a lot of running in this game. I mean, just right there, that's 33 carries. Steven Sims had two. Mitch had six. So, I mean, well, we're into the to the 40 mark, basically. Uh, so, they ran the ball a lot. Deontay Johnson, hell of a game. Uh, Ten catches. So, I mean. Out of the 17 completions Mitch had, 10 of them went to Deontay Johnson, caught all 10 targets that he had, 98 yards. We talked about it last week, I believe it was, with Pickens. I think I think it was last week, maybe the week before. Uh, he had five targets, only caught two, but he had 53 yards. So, you know, you wonder if they're trying to get him into the offense a little bit more. They clearly need to because uh, their offense is definitely not their strong suit. Uh, I believe Kenny Pickett is supposed to be back this week. I believe I had heard that. Uh, on Twitter and, you know, just floating around in the universe that Kenny Pickett is supposed to be back this week. So, obviously, you want to see that and him continue the development. Uh, Sam Darnold, 14-23, 225. Uh, I would imagine they ran the ball more than what I'm seeing on NFL.com because sometimes NFL.com just does not like to post things. At least I would hope they did because, according to this, they only – 16 I mean, maybe 16 times they ran. Chuba Hubbard was only 4 for 10. Deontay Foreman, 10 carries, 9 yards. Is that is this accurate? NFL. Yeah. Still his defense, bro. I mean. TJ Watt, those guys still out there, man. Uh, that is true. I mean, yeah, they only did have 209 yards of total offense. So. Making plays, bro. I'm telling you. Wow, they really had 21 rushing yards. That is tough. 
that is absolutely tough. Um, but yeah, game was not on the docket for me. So CJ, I hand it to you that maybe you can tell us a little bit more. Yeah, it's just honestly, this was a good game for Trubisky because he played terrible last week, and uh, just all he has to do. I'm pretty sure Mike Tomlin was telling him, all you have to do is just not turn the ball over and we have a good chance to win every single game because we have a great defense. And he didn't throw any touchdowns, but he didn't turn the ball over. No interceptions. And that's why they're going to win this game. They're 6-8, and which is crazy. Uh, And they've had two quarterbacks throughout the season. So it just speaks to how good Mike Tomlin is as a coach uh, because when you have a rookie quarterback and then a you know a mediocre quarterback like Trubisky, and you lose T.J. Watt for a majority of the season, things could have gone much worse. Their record could be much worse. Their record could be like the Broncos. Yeah, but it, but it's not. You know, so uh, it just speaks to their coaching and how you know a great job that Tomlin is doing right now. And, and yeah, this was just a this was just a great win for Pittsburgh going on the road, getting it done. And they're in their mix, too, a little bit now <laughs> at six and eight. You went out, you have a shot. Yeah, Pickens, yeah, he, that's, yeah, he has he has great catches. He has great catches. And, and I said this before, I want to see him have great games. And uh, yeah. when those when start to come along, that's that's when we're going to see an elite player. So, uh, yeah, good, good, win, good win for Pittsburgh. All right. Uh, well, we go on to Eagles and the Bears. Listen, this was not a very beautiful game for the Eagles. It was not. Um, But I think this is also the type of game that – oh, Solar CJ, I'll pull it up for you. Come on. Because I was good. Oh, look at that. The family love during this beautiful Christmas time. I can cry right now on the screen. Um, (laughs) But – I think this is the type of game that the Eagles need to win, though. You know what I mean? Like, I know I know we do the whole ugly win or ugly loss type of situation, and sometimes it's overblown, sometimes it's not, and sometimes people like it and others don't, whatever. But I think this is, like, one of those games that the Eagles needed to have almost because it's, it's also almost like a slap in the face of reality of, like, they – Listen, I'm not saying they went into the game completely unprepared because no NFL team really does that. But it's probably look, we're 12 and one. We're facing a three and ten team. We can probably go in there. We got the best offensive line, defensive line. We got AJ. We got Devontae. We got Jalen. Like we can probably listen. Come on, let's go to Chicago, eat a deep dish, win the game, come back get a Philly cheesesteak. Like you know that that can be the thoughts of, of some people. I mean, especially fans if if you if you're looking at this game, but. You know, Hertz struggled in this game, and obviously the big news that did come out of this game as well is that he has a shoulder problem. Uh, I guess it happened around the third quarter. Uh, he is questionable for the game against the Cowboys this week, which obviously, you know, his health is more important than this one singular game um, because if you mess the health up, then the whole season might go away. Gardner Minshew looks like he's probably going to start, so hopefully it's only a one at max two-week thing and it's not a lingering in- injury that's really going to affect him. Because, listen, they're having a great season. He's an MVP candidate. Uh, the odds completely flipped, though. I think I think Mahomes is like a minus 350 to win the MVP now because people think that, you know, Hurts is going to miss all this time. Um, 
which sucks for him because, like I said, I think the debate was over last week. And even this week when he played back, he still had three rushing touchdowns. So, um, But, yeah, listen, they, they didn't play particularly – Yeah, exactly. They didn't play particularly well. Um, Hurts did have uh, two interceptions in this game. Definitely, I, I don't. I think one of them he, he really does want back, and the other one was kind of like, yeah, you know, whatever. Right. Uh, sure, but, I make sure I make a play happen sometimes. Right? Exactly, but even then, you know, twenty-two with thirty-seven, three hundred and fifty yards. Like I said, he didn't pass for a touchdown, but he did have seventeen carries, sixty-one yards. He had three touchdowns on the ground. Um, AJ Brown nine for one eighty-one. Smith was five for one twenty-six. Uh, those were the two big ones uh, because then after that, it's like Kenneth Gainwell with nine yards receiving. So obviously most of the yards went to those two players. But like I said, I think this is one of those like struggle through games and still come out on top that you can really build upon of like, hey, this is what happens when we don't play our best football. This is what happens when we don't make mistakes. Like we can't do this because if we do this against this team or this against this team. Like we're not going to be here for much longer. You can like you can use this tape as – you know, maybe some of these players have been playing so well that you couldn't really call them out. Now, like, listen, you can get called out no matter how good you play. That's at least what Bill has always said. So maybe you can finally look at this tape, though, and be like, and I'm just throwing names out, like, like Reddick, why did why'd you do this here? Like, that's going to lose as a playoff game in the future. Like, you can't do this, blah, blah. You got to remember the fundamentals. You know, um, you know, Graham, why'd you do this? Or, or Jalen, like, you can't be doing this. Like, it's, it's those little things that you can now look at the tape and be like, Listen, we need you guys to shore these things up, or we're not we're not going to get to the point that we want to get to. And they still win the game. They they obviously still control uh, the, the the number one seed in the NFC. So it's a good win for them. Now, obviously, you just literally only care about Jalen Hurts' health. If you have to sit him the rest of the year, you probably just got to sit him the rest of the year and then hope he's good for the playoffs. Because you would imagine they win one more game. I think yeah, I think if they win one more game, then they would have the number one seed because the Vikings already lost to them, and I think they're a game behind, so they would have to technically beat them out. So I think they only need one more win here. So hopefully, you know, Minshew can get that, and and then you don't really ever you don't really have to worry about Hurts at all. Um, and then for the Bears, listen, it's just the same old story. <laughs> you have a guy in Fields, and you have to build around him. I'm not going to go into the whole cap space and draft pick thing. We do that every week, so I'm not. I'm going to save it, you know, for when that time comes. But I mean, 14 to 21, 152, two touchdowns through the air, 15 carries, 95 yards. He almost had a touchdown. One of those carries, if he didn't step out of bounds, that was an unbelievable play. Yeah, I got the because uh, even though even I have the account, I still got the notifications on uh, for when you tweet on Sundays. Uh, when I checked the play, so I checked it and I was like, oh, this is crazy. I mean, spinning out of a I thought, sack. He, I, I thought he scored. I did, bro. I did too. He really just scored on that. That would have been play of the year. Easily. Oh, unbe- unbelievable play. Absolutely easily. unbelievable. So he's a magician. They're going to build around him. They have a guy, and the Eagles only care about Hurts right now. So I mean, <laughs> Uh, do you think the guys – do you guys think Eagles run too many RPOs and not enough called runs? That seems to be a narrative in Philly today. Gridiron, I appreciate you so much because I literally was going into the show thinking about this, and I literally just forgot to say it. Because, I, once again, CJ, you know a big Dan Orlovsky guy. Uh, he, he was tweeting out and talking about it. 
that they just that they get they fall in love with the big play too much. Mm. And I think Hurts had like 20 passes or 15 passes over 20 yards. Like, listen, taking a shot is good because you got to keep the defense honest. You can't have them all just up, so you got to take a shot. But I mean, 15 passes over 20 yards, like you're taking a lot of like big plays down the field. And we and remember the identity of this team, especially from last year, which is when they started winning, was the fact that they can run the ball down your throat. You got Mylotta, Kelsey, um, like Lane Johnson. So Lane Johnson. Have, exactly. So you have this dominant line. And I mean, listen, Hurst had 17 carries, but their true running back, Miles Sanders, had 11. Like, and and maybe it's because you know they they were struggling this game. I do think that they were down at one point, so maybe they're trying to pass and you know catch back up. But I don't think it was ever to the point where they were down so bad they had to only pass. So yeah, I, I would say that like, while it's another one of those things, CJ, right, that we were just talking about before, like the pass is fun, but remember who you are. And Hurst can pass, but remember who you are. Like Miles Sanders should be getting 18, 20 carries. He should be. He should be sometime. But these teams, when it's time for them to get paid, they kind of they kind of switch it up and turn to play calling, bro. Watch out for that, bro. Watch out for that. But yeah, this you know, this is a, a important game. You you pretty much broke down all the all the great points. And and I said this earlier. I was like the difference. The diff- the key difference was the Eagles had AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. <laughs> if you look yeah. at those, you look at those big plays that they made up and down the sideline. Smith made a big, big catches. That was a big catch in the beginning of the game, and Hurts rolled out to the left, threw that bomb to uh, to Smith, AJ Brown, and it's slant. That slant is there. It's money every single time. AJ Brown hurts the Brown on a slant. It's just money. I think they, I think he's run the most slants in the NFL. That's what they said. That's what they were saying on the broadcast. And he's successful. He's successful. He just beats the. He just beats his guy one on one. He gets the ball. If he breaks a tackle, then it's, it's, you're in serious problem. You're in serious issues. Same thing for Smith. So when you have two guys that dynamic, plus the run game on top of that. You know, I can see why they force the ball down the field as often as they do because they trust those guys to make those plays because that's how special they are. So that's why Hurts is going to throw the ball to them because he trusts them that they're going to come down with the football more times than not. So I see what all you saying. I, I see the criticism. It makes yeah, you, you might want to switch it up. And of course, the, the main thing is, is running the football for sure. Uh, but this was a close game. You're going to have games like this going to have games like this. Uh, Fields is a special player, special player. And if the Bears could get this right in terms of their team building, this could be a, this could be a nice, nice game right here. This could be a nice little rivalry going forward. Who knows? Say the Bears figure it out and they, they, they build around Hurts uh, Fields the right way. Eagles versus Eagle versus Bears, Hurts versus Fields. I'm here for that. I'm here for that. So I'm, I'm there every week. I'm here for that, bro. I'm definitely there. So, isn't it fun slowly seeing the new generation of rivalries being created? It's a beautiful thing in the like NFC. Me, like NFC me, too. 
That's what I want to see more in the NFC because that's all we talk about is the AFC QBs. So we're seeing Hurts and Fields. I'm happy that these guys stepping up and playing well. So now we're going to see these next two years, these wave of quarterbacks for these NFC squads, who's going to be the guys on that side. That's going to be next up. Yeah, really, because it really is that cycle, right? Like you had the AFC quarterbacks all kind of leave, you know. It was it was Phillips, so that means the Chargers had to go get Herbert. You had, you know, the Bills honestly just had nobody, so they had to go out and get Josh. But, you know, the Chiefs trade up because Alex Smith was on his way and they want to get him out of there, so that's how they get Mahomes. Now it's like, okay, Brady's going to leave, which means the Bucks are going to need somebody and, you know, Matt Stafford is getting to the end, so they're going to need somebody. Like the whole NFC South, like we just talked about. It's going to be that cycle. It's about to be that cycle that the AFC went through, where it's like now all the NFC teams need the quarterbacks instead. So I'm. It's going to make for great football, bro. I can't wait. Years. And these these two guys are going to be right at the top, especially in the NFC. Um, And yeah, you know, I don't want these guys to run all the time, but I also want them to use their gifts. Also, if, if it means it's that fine line, for, for the, yeah, yeah, it's that fine line. Yeah, use your gifts for, for the for the gift of, uh, I mean, for the goal, which is to win. And but you gotta also have to be smart. You have to be smart because when it's time to pay you, they're gonna be like, uh, you missed how many games your rookie season, second season? They're gonna start bringing all that stuff up, and they're gonna try to minimize your dollars. So be smart, but still use your gifts. Absolutely. A man full of gifts, that would be Patrick Mahomes. And, uh, well, I'm going to keep that same energy I just kept for the Eagles. A 30-24 to win against the Texans. Now, listen, that's an ugly win. But then again, the Texans last week played the Cowboys very well. So, got to keep the exact same energy, like I said. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of that ugly win scenario where you can reset and be like, we can't do this. We can't do that. We can't do this. We can't do like it, it's one of those situations. Now, listen, they did obviously just lose the game to the Bengals. So it's not like they've just been on this un, unbelievable win streak that they could never do it. But you shouldn't technically be in an overtime game <laughs> with the Texans, especially when you're the Chiefs and, and how dominant they are. But I mean, listen, Mahomes was 36 of 41, 336 and two touchdowns. Like obviously it wasn't on him that they that they weren't doing anything. Uh, Travis Kelsey, another unbelievable game, ten for one hundred and five. Juju had a big game, ten for eighty eight. Um, Jerry McKinnon had a big game as well. Uh, he had ten carries, fifty two yards, but he also had um, eight catches for seventy yards, two touchdowns on the day. Uh, so they had a nice little reset, and it was weird the way the Texans were playing too. So like Davis Mills was technically the starter. They would bring in like Jeff Driscoll for like, for like, 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 like Taysom Hill, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was definitely, definitely a little odd because you don't expect Jeff Driscoll to be a gadget guy, but hey, you know what? It almost worked out, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, he's, um, he's pretty athletic at Florida. Yeah, exactly. So it was, uh, it was, and here's the, CJ. Here's the weird thing, like, and like I said before, NFL.com does leave out things sometimes, so. I'm not 100% sure if this is all true, but if it's not true, blame NFL.com, not me. Just put the disclaimer out. But, I mean, you look at this total stats from this game. The Chiefs should have won 50-5. to five. Total yards, 502 to 219. 313 passing yards to 125. 
189 rushing yards to 94. They averaged seven yards compared to four. Um, I mean, I think the difference probably time of possession. Not even Kansas City, 37 minutes to Houston's 27. And, and, it was, and it was a 30 to 24 overtime win for the Chiefs. I mean, I guess they did fumble the ball twice. So that's obviously oh, yes, 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 yes. short field situations. That's yeah. I mean, yeah, look right here. Because the, they fumbled it, then uh, the Texans scored because they started on the Kansas City 17. So that obviously helps. Yeah, Pacheco, um, Pacheco fumbled. And then there was another fumble where they only had to start Juju. on the Kansas City 49. Juju, so, yeah. Juju fumbled. Yeah, Juju and Pacheco fumbled. That's why. Uh, that's what made it. That's what made it close. A missed field goal too by uh, Bucker. Yeah, by yeah. Bucker. Those and those, those things. Those things. Uh, they got to clean up. They got to clean those things up. You can't have those those type of turnovers. Not in the playoffs. No, not at all. Not at all. But Texans. I talked about this last week with the Texans. Same thing, guys. guys just because you're this, just because you're on a losing team doesn't mean you need to put out bad film. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. So, you know, they're they're balling. They're just not they're just not as talented. They need a quarterback. They need a quarterback. They could get a quarterback. They are and this year. And I, you know, I'm saying this about a lot of these teams. And we we know there's a group of teams that need a quarterback, and they're definitely in that category. Hence why they have the record they have. But I'm just thinking, you know, Bryce Young, to me, seems like the only way they could go. And that's going to be very interesting to watch Young and Trevor Lawrence in that division. That's that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> I know the Chiefs, they got it done. I saw that they run in the football, which is good. You're going to have to run the football. You need balance. Mahomes going to his checkdowns, which is good. Pacheco, McKinnon. McKinnon is a, is a, is a great uh, dual threat running back. He can catch out the backfield. He can run in between the tackles. He's, he's, a, he's a weapon, and I'm glad they're using him uh, more. It's just in the playoffs, who's going to be that wide receiver that's going to step up for them? I know Kelsey's going to step up, but who's going to be that wide receiver that's going to step up in the playoffs? Is it going to be Juju, MVS? McCole Hartman was out in this game. Is he, is he going to be someone that, that, that comes in? Uh, Sky Moore hasn't really had an impact in his rookie season. He could come out and, you know, second year develop, get better within the system, very possible. So that's, that's, that's what I think about because I think I see Burrow, you know, he's going to chase. And he could go to Higgins too. Higgins, again, is, I mean, he's just as good to me. Uh, you know, he doesn't have it. He doesn't have like the, the speed that Chase has, but everything else in terms of hands and catching traffic, third down, money, money. So I know Burrow got those two guys. I know Herbert has Josh Allen. I mean, uh, uh, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen and, and, and Mike Williams. I know they have those two guys. So if they're on the field, yeah, if they're on the field, right. And those are those are guys that extend drives and keep the keep the football away from from Patrick Mahomes. So who are going to be those two guys on on the Chiefs in the playoffs? That's going to be interesting to see because you cannot underrate what Tyreek did in the playoffs for them, especially in that Bills game. We saw we saw the Chiefs trade up to get their franchise in Mahomes. 
Can they try and trade up and get a receiver this year? I mean, I'm, they're you know they're aggressive like that. They've made they made moves where it's, it's possible. Where I could see that, I wouldn't be shocked. But I feel like receivers now, you could get them anywhere. True. And you know you, you could get them in the first round, second round, third round. But you know anywhere in the draft, if they if you feel like they could come in and fit your system, and you have a and you have a guy that's going to be willing to make plays. Then, then you should be good to go. You should be good to go. But yeah, they 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 could do that. But I, I think I could see them probably waiting into the second round because you look at the top guys in the NFL. A lot of the guys, yeah, there's a couple obviously top ten picks, but most of them are second round guys. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, you got Cowboys and the Jaguars. This was just it's another crazy game. Cowboys were up in this game. It was what twenty-seven to ten. Uh, let's see. I can tell you right now. It was I, 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 going into halftime, it was twenty-one-seven, and then yeah, yeah I mean twenty-one-seven, and then twenty-four-ten. Oh, twenty-four-ten. Okay, it was twenty-four-ten, and they went on a thirty Actually, to ten. Twenty-seven ten. You were right. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're right. 27-10 because they kicked another field goal after that. I didn't even see that. And yeah. they went on a 30-7 to run. <laughs> Again, that sounds like basketball. Uh, just the lack of execution from the Cowboys, the turnovers, they're easily the better team. Just the, the way they played in that first half was sensational. C.D. Lamb was just catching everything. I, I don't know. They just stopped using Tony Pollard all of a sudden. You just didn't see the football that much in the second half. I don't know why. I think Kellen Moore kind of gets starts feeling himself a little bit too much. Um, and with the play calling, with the play calling, he needs to just just keep the main thing. The main thing. The defense didn't do a great job either. He gave up forty points. Forty. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was was diamond. Was was diming up. Defenses they really couldn't get home. I thought they made a big play. Curse made a big play, got that fumble on Lawrence. I thought it was GG's after that, but the defense had another another three and out. Big time. Big time three and out, which led to the to uh the field goal for the Jaguars to tie it up 34 up. And they 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 didn't they didn't get an opportunity to, to score on their first possession in overtime. And I think it was a it was a it was a good pass to, on the circumstances that Dak was in, and Noah Browns yeah. just dropped it, bro. Like you can't drop that pass. CJ, what do you do? What do you do, CJ? I don't know what's wrong with these guys, man. Tell them. You're trying to bring the ball to your body. That just doesn't. You're only supposed to bring the football to your body after you catch it. You're supposed to catch it, then you know, then bring it to your <laughs> not see, see, hold on, ready? Watch, I'm throwing you a pass right now. Bang, and you're supposed to catch it like, like that, see? man. Easy, bro. I don't understand, I really don't. I learned, I learned from Larry Fitzgerald, bro. That's why I learned, that's how I learned how to catch. If, if, if it's waist up, you catch it like this. If it's if it's from the waist down, you, you pinkies come together, bro. I learned that from Larry Fitzgerald when I was like. Man, 14. Never. Doesn't he have more tackles than drop passes? 
Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I, was, I saw a YouTube video one day. Where he was just explaining. I think it might have been like a sports science video. He was talking about how to catch the football. From there on, every single time I saw football, the way it was positioned, I became a beast, bro. <laughs> I became a beast watching that Larry Fitzgerald. I always appreciated Larry Fitzgerald for that video, bro. Facts. CJ, you want to hear? Uh, Gotta have hands, Brown, bro. Like, come on, man. Hey, man. He had, even even the catch that he met that he had that Dak threw to him on that drive. Do I thought there was they were gonna win? He still he still caught up with his body. I'm like, all right, whatever. But you see, it, it catches up to you, bro. It catches up to you. You just you just let that football just touch your fingertips and just and just just tuck. You're good, man. You can't drop that pass. Because that's the other thing too, and I don't know if this is actual science, but I that's feel why like you need an Odell. Like you need an Odell. Odell makes that catch. I feel like this is just an observation, but I feel like if it if you try to catch it with your hands and you don't, it usually just bounces off your hands and falls to the ground. It's always those ones that hit off the body because it hits the shoulder pads and things that go up into the air and end up getting caught. Yeah, but also it's like because you just it's it's just weird to me how why would you why would you think that's a good way to catch the football, bringing it to your body when you could just use your hands to catch it, like you're using you're using your arms and hands to bring it to your body. And I understand yeah. in a way it's a it's a quicker way, and in, in certain aspects it's quicker. Like if the ball, because you could, you could, you, you could, you bring it to your body, and you're you're ready for the hit. Like you know the hit's coming. So I get it. In certain situations, yeah, you do have to catch the football with your body. I do understand that. But if it's a key down, and I feel like yeah, I could get two hands on the football, I'm I'm snagging that football. Maybe he had a fresh manicure. You never know. Listen, you know, self care uh, Saturday or something. Um, CJ, are you interested? They should have ran a rub route for CD Lamb and not Noah Brown. They should have ran a. They should have that that play call should have been Gallup and Noah Brown run the rub route to free up Lamb. Lamb got to be the guy getting that ball. True. Plain and simple. And he comes off his hands and he gets a pick six, and it's GGs. It's just a what a game if you're a Jaguar fan, and if you're a Cowboy fan, you're just sitting in that stadium like just. Zay Jones, woo! What a game he had. One of my favorite player stories this year. I can't believe he's doing so well. CJ, are you interested to hear Trevor Lawrence's last few games? Let's hear. I know they're great. All right. So against the Chiefs, twenty-nine to forty, two fifty-nine, two touchdowns, no picks. Goes and plays Baltimore, twenty-nine to thirty-seven, three twenty-one, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Rough game against the Lions, seventeen to thirty-one. Threw a touchdown, no picks, though. Tennessee, 30-42, 368 for three and no t- and no interceptions. And then Dallas, 27-42, four touchdowns, one interception. CJ, so you know what we call this? You know what we call this? This is the light bulb. That, that stupid cartoon thing. Oh, I got a great idea. Light bulb appears over their head. It turn, it's on. The Trevor Lawrence light bulb has been has been flipped on. And he's understanding everything. Um, obviously, you give credit to Doug Peterson. And, you know, if we – I mean, listen, I'm not saying this. I am saying this. But also, his teammate, I can't remember who it was a couple of weeks ago, this is basically his rookie season, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, last year does not count. Urban Meyer, who was too busy dancing with other people in the clubs and not even 
you know, flying home on his own team flights back from London or whatever the hell it was? From that, from that standpoint, yeah. Like, from terms of coaching, yeah, this is his rookie year, but he still got film out last year that he could that he oh, yeah. from. So it's still a bust. It was still definitely a blessing in disguise. It's almost the best of both worlds. You went through the terrible, so we can get so we can all be changed, and you can actually get good coaching now and and figure things out. But I mean, it, it looks like the the light bulb has been popped on. Uh, Etn had 19 carries, 103 yards, so the running game was very good in this. Like Gridiron just said, Zay Jones six for 109, three touchdowns. Uh, Christian Kirk six for 92. And then listen, back-to-back games, Evan Ingram's looked pretty good. He had eight catches and 62 yards. So things are uh, starting to come together. And, CJ, I forget it happened all the time, and then I go on sleeper, and I realize that I drafted him to my team. This team gets Calvin Ridley next season. Right. That is the thing. Calvin Ridley is going to be on the Jaguars next year. He's going to be right next to Christian Kirk. He'll be there with Zay Jones. You would imagine Evan Ingram will still be there. Another year, Trevor Lawrence, you know, being, you know, learning and, and, and growing in the league. It'll be ETN's second season. Maybe they add some more playmakers in the draft or add to the defense to, to show up whatever, you know, needs that they have. Listen, once you get the guy, and it looks like now you can kind of say that they have a guy because, you know, last season it was bad, but we know the coaching. And, you know, even the beginning of this year wasn't the greatest thing ever. Things change. Yeah, no, they definitely have. I mean, he's he's playing great football, and they, and they have a shot to you know maybe make a, a, a playoff push if, like, if things go right for them. Uh, yeah, what? Well, so. I think they're two games out of the division, and they play the Titans again. Yeah, so they so they again, it's it's the ball is in their court. The ball is in their court right now, and. It's just great to see. It's great to see. They finally found they finally have a quarterback. Finally, the Jaguars. For so long. You know, you had Garrard, Leftwich, Bortles in these last twenty in these last two decades. Garrard was good. Garrard was good. He he wasn't, you know, he wasn't really a franchise guy, but he made some big plays back in the day. Leftwich, same thing. Mark Brunel earlier when they first became a team back in the nineties. He was he was he was their best guy, but now they 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 found that guy, and it's it's great it's great to see it's great to see, and they got the perfect coach for him, a quarterback friendly head coach. I mean, he won a Super Bowl with a third string quarterback, uh, so that just speaks to how dominant he is. Yeah, playing Gabriel. Gabriel, yes. Most Blaine people Gabbert. forget about Blake. Yeah, yeah, that was before Bortles, right? And yeah, it's just been it's just been dirt for that and that pretty much the entire new millennium with <laughs> Jaguar quarterbacks. It's been you know mid or dirt. So now they have a young guy in the passing era. You just talked about who they're gonna they're getting Ridley next season. That's another weapon to the fold. And he's like, obviously we forget because he haven't played this year. He's a dog. He's a dog. He is a dog. Great one of the best route runners in the NFL. Got great hands. He's a dog. Just made a bad decision. Um, Real quick about the Cowboys, too. I think Dak has 10 interceptions since coming back. <clears throat> that is uh, it's not what we want here. It's not what we want. Because you have a very good defense, but you can't give teams extra possessions, not only in the regular season, but especially in the playoffs, because you're obviously playing higher caliber teams. So – 
I mean, yeah, just, everybody knows I'm not the biggest Dak guy in the world, but the most interceptions in the league, I think he has since he came back from his injury. And I think it's also like the highest interception to touchdown uh, ratio. That has got to be fixed. That second one. I mean, again, I feel no, yeah, the second one is, yeah. I just say typical Dak because, you know, I don't have to be that guy. <laughs> right. But yeah, there, there's times where he's, he's inconsistent. And he, he doesn't make plays when, when necessary, but yeah, they should have. I mean, you just this should, should have been a W for them. They had an opportunity. You had they had twenty seven. It was twenty seven to ten. Yeah. You got to close that game out, bro. There's no way you let a team score thirty points <laughs> on you like that quickly, like that. So that just speaks to the lack of discipline that those guys had in that moment. Um, and this is the second time this has happened to them. It happened to them against Green Bay as well, in uh, in Lambeau. They were up 28-14, blew the lead, lost, what was it, 31-28, something like that. So you can't have games like this. You just can't. Um, and everybody was just so focused on the Christmas Eve game against Philadelphia. Now, I mean, of course, it's still a big game. It's still a big game to me because it's a rivalry game. Yeah, It's a divisional game. It's Still, you know, we got Dak versus Hurt, or maybe Dak versus Hurts. We'll see. You Hopefully. Know. Hopefully, you know, I really pff, rather not see Gardner Minshew. Must yeah. Was back. Yeah, I, yeah, I just, you know, just the way they hyped it up. Yeah, yeah. CJ, CJ, you know what's perfect, though? You know what's perfect? And I almost, in a, in a work, I almost, because I want Hurts to be fine. I want him to play because I think it's more fun. But remember the, the idiot last week? Oh, you put Gardner Minshew in the oh, offense. Yeah. It would be just as good. I almost hope that the Eagles lose by forty. Yeah, so it's, it, it yeah, it's, just, it's a bad take, man. It was just, it's just, I don't know. Same I don't team. know. He, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't have, he didn't even have Hurts on his top forty quarterbacks going into the season. Say forty. Right, so that's eight backups exactly. Yeah. See, drugs are nine, nine crazy. backups. Yeah. Yeah, nine. He had nine backups over Hurts. Um, so yeah, that's that's just his take. Uh, he's wrong, clearly. <laughs> Isn't it also funny that uh, Parsons was like, "Oh yeah, it's the system," and then Mylotta came out and was like, "Who are they playing this week? He shouldn't, shouldn't he just focus on them?" And then they ended up losing. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's yeah, he he had one sack in this game, and that was early. But outside of that, he really didn't make an impact in the game. I'm talking about Michael Parsons, so. It was a couple times where he almost got home, but but Lawrence was letting that thing go, man. Stone dots. He's getting the football out quick, and that got to be tough. Or you you feel like you're just about to get that sack. And you you remember the clip of Joey Bosa against the Pats in the playoffs? He said he said right, stop right. throwing the ball so fast. He's yeah. <laughs> getting that ball out, bro. I'm not trying to get hit. I'm not trying to get no forced fumble. Ball go ball gets popped up. Picks. That was nah, we're good. You're good. So yeah, Cowboys, they, they need to they just need to get discipline, bro. And this is not the time to have bad habits. This is not the time to to be forming bad habits. So they need to lock in. This is that's a bad loss. It's a bad loss for them, and it's an encouraging win for the Jaguars. We got the Lions and the Jets. This is a close game throughout. We know that stat whether with Jared Goff. Uh, now it's two touchdowns on the road. <laughs> or it's not in a, or it's not in a dome. Pretty crazy. 
pretty crazy. Pretty Brand crazy. Brand new Lions. Brand new Lions. And again, that just speaks to why, again, I feel like they need to go get a dog at QB uh, with a rocket arm. It's perfect. It'd be perfect for that city. Uh, but they made a big play. They got Raymond, had that, that uh, punt return for the touchdown. Uh, St. Brown made some big plays. Wilson, just, just not, he's just not it, man. He's not the guy. Thank you. He's not that guy, man. He's just not that Thank guy. His mechanics are choppy. He's always playing. He's always playing on his back foot. He just he has poor mechanics. He doesn't make the right reads. There's times he makes good plays. He threw that good that pass to Ozama was a nice play. Um, and he came back with one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen. Yeah, so you know, it's just that's 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 what it is. And Mike White, you know, he's promising, but he needs to stay healthy. You got to stay healthy. Just have that that you have to stay healthy. So I mean, it's okay. They said he had three cracked ribs, three fractured ribs. So that's it. It's I mean. I don't want to say that's it. I don't, I don't want to say that's it. I don't. I don't know what his what his what his mind, his mental is made of. But more times than not, it's looking bad. It's looking bad. I don't know if he's going to play the rest of the season. Got three well, he's already not start. They already said he's not playing Thursday. So, so yeah. it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because they have a great defense. Was <laughs> well, yeah. Most he was. He was, he was dubbed. I'm so glad you brought this up. He was dubbed the the most. The most NFL ready quarterback, right? Uh, in quotes. Well, honestly, they said Mac though. They did say Mac was was uh, was the NFL most NFL ready. Yeah, because coming from Saban. Yeah, they, they they did say that, but they were comparing him to Aaron Rodgers. They were saying this is the next Patrick Mahomes. All these Olavsky, Sims, all these guys. And when when because after after the national championship game, it was. Lawrence Fields, one and two. Yep. Automatic. Everybody was saying that. Yeah, this is it. This, this is going to be good. And then just out of nowhere, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson out of BYU. Look at this kid, Zach Wilson. I'm just like, okay. But I just saw Fields beat Lawrence in the college playoff game and route to the national championship game on with, with fractured ribs. But I'm like, okay. I just didn't understand why he dropped. And then we then we say then they the athleticism, his arm, his his release, which which he has worked on. He has worked on over the, these last two years. He, he has worked on his release uh, for, for Fields. But I didn't see it, and and I was like, oh, they're just trying to just usher this guy into saying he. I was like, I was like, Fields every year it happens. I was like, I was like, feels better. I was like, feels better than this guy. Feels better than this guy. Same thing. For, same thing. Feel with, with Lamar. When Lamar was there, I was like, yo, I was like, Lamar is better than Sam Darnold. I like. I, I mean, I didn't have a podcast back then, <laughs> but <laughs> everybody that everybody that I would talk football with. Don't you worry, CJ, because now our thoughts are out there. Yeah, no, it's out there now. But I'm just saying, yeah, it's for for the, for the future, exactly for for the for the next up. But I, I was saying, I'm just like, oh, Lamar is, is way better. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly with a saving, saving connection. Um, but yeah, I, I never saw it. I just never saw. It. I saw the highlights, and he looked good, and he looked good at BYU. He looked good. But I was like, okay, he's he's not better than. I didn't see better than Fields to me. I didn't see that. I didn't see light years to the point where it was one, two, eleven. 
I didn't see that. I didn't see that was that was so that was interesting, but it worked out. It worked out for the Bears. And I'm, I'm glad I'm glad it did. Because now they have a franchise guy now. That's something that they've been earning for forever. Forever. So I'm happy for them and you know, for the Jets is still searching. Is it that they don't have like a four thousand yard passer in their history? So about the Bears? Yeah. Oh, uh, color, color never, color never threw four K. I don't, I don't think so. I think that's like one of the weird. That's crazy. Yeah, like so yeah, the weird thing about the Bears that like they've never had like a four thousand yard passer or like somebody over like thirty something touchdowns. So I'm like, bro, that's crazy. I, I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look it up to make sure. Because because I know I know they had, I mean you could be right because I know they had uh, they had Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey. For it's a been bit. 27 years since Eric Kramer set the Bears' single season record for passing yards at 3,838. Wow. <laughs> so there the it is. tied for the oldest franchise in the NFL has never had a 4,000 yard passer. I'm gonna go out. On a crazy limb here, and say, uh, and to say, Fields will be the first to do that. I don't know. That's a shocking revelation. <laughs> I don't know if I can go that far out on the uh, on the plank with you, brother. I'm gonna say he's gonna be the first to throw for four thousand yards for the Bears. I one thousand percent see it. <laughs> yeah, I would absolutely hope so. Um, listen, for the Lions, it's brand new Lions. This is the brand new Lions, and even Dan Campbell said it. Uh, after after the after the win, this is a game they would lose. <laughs> like early in the season, years prior, this is a game they lose. They would end up blowing it on on the last you know possession. They would give up a field goal, maybe going overtime and lose, or they would just give up a touchdown and lose. They don't do it now. Uh, the defense has played much much better since that one and six star. I think since then they're holding opponents to twenty points per game. Uh, Jared Goff's QBR has risen. Uh, the points per game are staying about the same. Listen, they have seven 30-point games in this season. That's more than the Chiefs. Like, the Lions offense is very, very good, which is why – In the dome. Yeah, yeah. Which is why we <laughs> do disagree on this. I still say with their draft pick, you go out, you get Will Anderson, pair him up with – you pair him up, with uh Aiden Hutchinson, and then you wait for Jared Goff to be that last little final piece, get you over the hump, and then you go get your quarterback. But hey, I'll say this, CJ, I'll concede this if they draft a quarterback and then make him sit behind Goff for like a year and then they take a defender with their second pick in the first round, I'm not mad. Yeah, I can, see, mad. I can see them doing that. Yeah, I mean, it could be like a Mahomes Alex Smith thing, exactly. So uh, they they've just played much better recently. I, I I said this: if they fix the defense, I think this is a ten win team next year. I mean, hell, if they went out, which they might have to do to make the playoffs, they're going to reach ten wins this season. <laughs> and yeah. I think, I think honestly, I think that this Jet game was the hardest game they had left on the schedule. Uh, they do Green have to Bay. play. The they yeah. do have to play the Packers again. But right. listen, are the Packers all that? <laughs> About to find out. Yeah. yeah, I promise you. About to find. We about to find out what these teams are made of right here in these next couple. This, this is it. 
at least six and seven. All I see is six and seven, six and uh, seven and seven, six and eight, five and you know five and nine, even eight and six. This we about to find out about all those teams, all those teams with those records. We we about to see what they're made of. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun next uh, three weeks. I mean, I don't. I yeah. I think they play the. I think they play the Packers. I don't know the other two teams they play, but I don't think that they're the greatest thing in the world. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to see him going down the stretch. And yeah, I agree with you. Listen, I think Zach Wilson's time is still over in New York. Uh, I think he's only playing because he has to, obviously. Uh, you can't put Joe Flacco back out there. That's basically malpractice to the defense, at least. Um, I don't want to say it's over in New York because, again, Mike White can't stay healthy. I I think he's traded in the offseason. They, they try and draft a quarterback or they try and get Jimmy. Or they try and, I mean, who else is, is available, is going to be available out there this year? I feel like we went through this last week. Uh, but I don't know. I, I think it's done. I think he gets traded in the offseason to maybe a team that has a draft pick, but that isn't high enough to get a quarterback. So they're like, listen, he's sucked on the Jets. We can't give you a first for this guy. Panthers. Would you be shocked? I wouldn't be. No, do the Panthers try it? Do listen, listen. What if the what if Brady leaves the Bucks? Do the Bucks say, "Oh, look, this is a, a second round pick in the draft"? That'd be a disaster. He's not ready for that team. I'm just, I'm, you know, it would it would, would it shock you though? Like I feel, I feel that would shock me. Yes. Would it? Okay. Yes. Yeah. That would shock me. You telling their plan B is Zach Wilson after losing Brady? That would shock me, bro. I mean. Yo, that, that would shock me. I don't listen. Sometimes you gotta do because what <laughs> what's their plan B right now? Isn't Blaine Gabbert their backup? Yeah, but you better. I mean, if you get word that Brady's not gonna play, you could you could. I mean, if 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 that if it ends up you've tried all these lanes and you end up getting Zach Wilson. Hey, I'm just saying. I think a team is going to take a chance and be like, "Oh, but he's not. Ready. He's not. He doesn't have the mental makeup for that team. This team got a whole bunch of veterans. Maybe no. that's what he needs. No, 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 no. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe. But they got some veterans on that Jets team right now. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you, you got, and you got defensive side though. You got to think. It's like C.J. Mosley. Like he's there. Like he would probably be the veteran. I mean, who on offense is really a veteran? Corey Davis. Yeah, but because like other than that, it's Brees Hall, it's Garrett Wilson. If, if I'm Elijah Jason, Moore. I know we just doing hypotheticals, but if I'm Jason Light, <laughs> I would seriously like think about my job might be on the line, bro. If, or do you just tank and my, say, "Hey, Caleb, you're a Buccaneer." It's tough to do. They got too many guys on that team. That's just not going to sit. Yeah, but it's but it's different now. It's different now. They seen they've seen winning now, so it's different. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I think he's going to stay with the team, bro. Like again, like I said, Mike White, he can't stay healthy. So if he say say he gets hurt, then you, who are you going to? Cricket, you know, it's crickets. Should they could they go out to Garoppolo? I think that's their plan. Hey, I genuinely. Yeah, he's also a guy. Now you're gonna pay him what thirty million dollars, and he can't stay healthy either. I'd rather go with. I'd rather go the Mike White, Zach Wilson route. Honestly, uh, I'm not gonna pay Garoppolo. 
you know, 28 mil and he's glass. I'm good. And we don't even know if he's going to be good with the Jets. No, we're certainly not. Like, <laughs> you know, he's throwing the, you know, fucking, he's throwing the Hall of Famers, the all pro guys yeah. <laughs> on the 49ers. I, mean, I, I like that. I like some of the Jets players, but they're not at that level yet. So, Garrett Wilson's going to be. No, I, I know Garoppolo. And it's crazy, girl. I know Garoppolo got the you know third highest winning percentage in 49 in history, but I just I still don't see it. But. Listen, CJ, you don't got to argue with me. You know I'm not a. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, I just think that. Yeah, I hear. If the, if it's there and they, if they want to go after a guy, that's what they got to do. If they want to make a trade, be aggressive and make a trade. If you feel like yo, we could, if you feel like we got we got enough pieces to win right now, we just want seven games with a fifth round pick and and our, and our second pick that was a bust. Yeah, man, go ahead. Trade a couple draft picks, first round draft picks, to try to move up in the draft and get a quarterback. Sure, why not? You got him for a rookie deal for four years. You know, that's more than any first round pick if you end up getting that guy. Cardinals and the Broncos. Battle of the backups. Yeah, yeah battle of the backups. Um, yeah, I didn't really see too much of this game. Absolutely not. To, to, <laughs> to be completely honest. Uh, it's just it's good to see that the Broncos got that dub. I know Zach Wilson, I mean, uh, Russell Wilson wasn't playing in this one with the concussion. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I be honest, yeah, Viking uh, Broncos fans, man, I'm sorry, man. I, I, I was not watching this game. No. I, the Pats were playing at the same time. There was a Charger game on, and it was two backups. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, I'll be honest. My bad, man. Oh, bad. Yeah, yes. It's on yeah. I should have played better. Sorry. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's, your, yes. it's not me. It's you. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Titans and the Chargers. This is a close game. The Titans, they fight, bro. They fight. They fight, man. They're I, fighting I, a lot of L's right now, though. Yeah, they are fighting a lot of L's. You know, Tannehill's on a bad ankle. He's, he's Two bad good. ankles, apparently. That's what uh, Rappaport said. Both, both ankles are sprained. He's like Carson Wentz last season. Remember that play where he sprained both ankles on one point? Well, I guess the Rams, yeah. Crazy. Um I he 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 got heart. Right, Teddy Hill got some heart. He got heart. Uh so I respect that. I respect that. Uh the defense is defense is good, bro. Their defense is really so good. That that play that Roger McCurry made, where he, you know, uh on the left side. And Herbert threw it. He threw it back in for the pick. It's like NFL streets. <laughs> I was like some NFL streets stuff. That was a great play by uh, McCurry from from Auburn. Uh, he's a good, he's a, he was a good corner. He was a good corner in college. He was a real good corner in college. Uh, and and Kevin Meyer got a pick. Uh, Dejon Walker was getting a couple sacks. They was getting home, man. It was just key plays throughout the game, third and 10, third, you know, just third and 12. This Allen, Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen, he's going to go down as one of the most underrated wide receivers in NFL history. No doubt about it. Uh, you know, he's not a flashy guy. You know, he doesn't have a dance after a touchdown. <laughs> no. But he just makes plays. Doesn't have unbelievable speed or the highest jumping or – his route perfect routes. His route running, his route running is exceptional. He gets yards after the catch too, and he's money in the, he's money on third down, and he's money in the red zone. Perfect, elite wide receiver, 
elite wide receiver. Um, and Mike Williams is a great compliment to him. Austin Eckler is a dog, young, uh, you know, small guy, but does, does so much for that team, running the football, receiving the football. Joshua Kelly, there, that's a nice little running back, running back duo that they have right now. Donald Parham is back. It's, you know, big 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, yeah, he's, he's a big tight end. Glad to see him back. He was dealing with some injuries uh, throughout the season. If they could get him involved, especially in the red zone, that would be big time for their red zone packages because you still have a, a versatile tight end and Gerald Everett too. So this offense could be really scary. And uh, Khalil Mack is back. He, he's, he's looking like he's playing well. Bosa should be back soon, apparently. Yes, Bosa, Bosa should be back from the, from the groin injury that he was dealing with throughout the season. So Getting healthy at the right time. Getting healthy at the right time, and just, they need to begin W's at the right time. They got to win out. Uh, I said it, 11-6. and six. Why not? Why not? You got a top five quarterback, right? So make it happen. Make it happen. Make it happen. 11-6 is very possible. This was, a, this was a close win, gutsy win. They needed it. They got it done against a tough, rugged team that's not going to give up. You can't just – you got to really blow them out and just out-physical and out-man them to win that game. If you play around and play with your food, they could they could get a dub on you. J.C. Jackson really begin us the same day. Crazy. Crazy. Did you see the video, Willie? Oh, Willie, nah. Bro, I don't, know why, I don't know the backstory, obviously. Yeah, I didn't see it. Bro, they literally they're in like a bar restaurant thing or whatever. Dude sitting down, Willie, and like three other gigantic people. Like Willie stands over him, the dude starts to stand up, and they just start bodying him. Sheesh. So I don't know the backstory, but you can say bye to that NFL Network job. I'll tell you that. Damn, Willie, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah, but again, that's why I say don't idolize these players, man. Idolize your parents. But yeah, again, a yeah, big dub, big dub by the Chargers. Actually, oh yeah, yeah, big big dub by the yeah, big dub by the Chargers. Yeah, they need that, the and then play our picture right now. And this is what we want to see. We want we want to see the uh, uh, trying to find a name for all those guys. But you know, it's just a tournament, the QB tournament, the young QB tourney. That's what we want to see. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> not even a four four. You could go with the old Yankee nickname, but there's too many. Yeah, it's it's, too, it's way too many, man. It's like pretty much almost half the conference, which is crazy, <laughs> bro. It's crazy. Uh, Bengals and the Buccaneers. Bengals, uh, Buccaneers were up 17 zip in this game. And in the second half, it was just one of the worst second half performances I've, I've seen, seen from a team. Yeah, just everything started to spiral out of control. Interceptions, fumbles lost. And the Bengals just came marching down the field. You just keep kept giving them opportunities. More times than not, they're going to score. And they, they, they did a great job of responding. Did a great job of responding. This was what a 34-6 run. Yep. Uh, the, the, the Bucks scored that late touchdown at the end. It really meant nothing. So I said it. I said 34 34-6 run is insane. Was, we've seen what's this, what's this the third, fourth game where you've seen a point differential discrepancy like this? So yeah. so wide. Insane, brother. I mean, CJ, I said it a couple weeks ago when we were talking about why they why they always beat the Chiefs. And it's just – it's that quick-hit Warriors offense. It's one of the things that only a few teams in the league can do. Them, the Chiefs, I think the Bills can do it. I think the Eagles can do it now. 
but it's like, oh, we're up 14. Or, hell, in the Bucks case, we're up 17. We're going to cruise. I mean, 17 points, that's not, you know, the biggest lead of all time, but it's comfortable. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, they score a touchdown. That's fine. Oh, wait, we punted? Wait, they just scored another touchdown? Wait, oh, we punted again? Wait, they scored again? And it's like, oh, well, now we're losing 21-17. What happened? Right, yeah, when you, like, have, better, it, when you have better quarterbacks. When the, it's the been remedy... 15 minutes. I went to the fridge to make a sandwich. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> when you have the, the better the quarterbacks are, the the, the the less leads are safe. Oh, I mean. The less these leads are safe, man. You know, the, the, because when you have these young guys that, that, we, that we continue to keep talking about, and now Lawrence is in that fold now too, which is, I mean, it's good. AFC is stacked, bro. It's so stacked. And this is out uh, without Deshaun playing well. This is Lamar and you know, Lamar. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's so stacked. Like, um, so it's just you just gotta you, you gotta you gotta keep your foot on the pedal against these young guys. They're hungry. They want to score. They don't care about a 17 point lead. Well, oh, yeah, we can just get three touchdowns right here. I got Chase and Higgins and Boyd <laughs> and, 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 and P. Ryan. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. It's, it's it's too easy. Hayden Hurst. Like, it's it's. It's too easy, and the Bengals, they're dangerous. They're hitting on all cylinders, bro. They're one of the hottest teams in the league. I think they're going right. back to the bowl. All right, yeah. It's, it's, they, That's they, my I mean, bold week 15 prediction. It's not that bold. <laughs> I mean, they got the Chiefs well, number. I mean, they, they, they got the Bengals well. and, the, and, the, and the Chiefs and you know, all yeah. these teams to get there. What's your, CJ, let me, since I'm not, what's, your, what's your Super Bowl right now? Wow. Yeah, see, we ask hard-hitting questions. Gridiron, if you're here, I want to know yours too. Right now, Super Bowl. I would go, at the moment, Bengals 49ers. Because I don't know about I don't know about Hurts. If Hurts is healthy, Bengals, Eagles. But they're saying just sprained shoulder, right? I mean. That's from what I saw. But I don't know what shoulder it is. That's my problem. Is it his throwing shoulder or the other one? Yes, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I think, I think I saw left. I think I saw left shoulder. Um I'm gonna say the Eagles and the NFC shocker. And AFC Red Irons got Bills 49ers. Okay. See great game. Great, yeah, be a great oh. game. AFC. I'm gonna say Bills. I'm gonna see if Josh Allen could, could get could get to the we saw we saw Burrow get to the bowl. We saw Mahomes get to the bowl. Let's see if Allen could get to the bowl. That'll just make it even more interesting going forward. All three of those guys got to the Super Bowl. Now, obviously, Mahomes got the got the Super Bowl, but uh, it, it would just it would just make that story even better uh, with those with those young guys um, in, in the fold. So yeah, I'll say Bills Eagles. That's a hell of a game. Sheesh. CJ, Super party for that one. If that happened. either either way. Yeah, either and you way, know, either way, I think we're gonna get a good game. Watch, we're gonna get like a. We'll get like a, we'll end up getting like a Vikings, <laughs> like a Vikings uh, Dolphins Super Bowl. We're gonna be like, what the hell happened? I wouldn't even be mad. I wouldn't even be mad at the Vikings if you know if Kirk just was just, I don't know, if he was just different, Because right? <laughs> they got they got some they got some weapons. It's a it's a fun team, baby. You know to score thirty nine, score thirty nine like that. You gotta have you gotta have some. Did some you hear the halftime thing? Oh, the About- speech. Yeah, we're, we're, we're like he heard Patrick Peterson was like, yeah, we only need five touchdowns. I don't believe that. Man. <laughs> I don't believe that. 
but they got it done. They did what they needed to do. Uh, Bengals did what they needed to do. Coming back down 17-0, getting the W, just just gutsy, gutsy on the road. We, we, we know how the Buccaneers got embarrassed against the 49ers, so you know they wanted to come out and play well, and they did play that, that, that their first script. Uh, their first, you know, four, 15 to 20 plays were good. First but half might have been the best they've played all the season. The, the, pro- the problem with them is, one, you know, they really, they really could have, they really could use Gronk. They don't have a Gronk. Brady loves to go to his tight ends, especially in the red zone. And they just don't have that guy nope. in the red zone. And also Brady doesn't like to throw outside the numbers. He likes to throw inside the numbers. So that's why you see him go to Godwin oh, and wow. engage more than, than Evans. So I don't know if they want to switch that up and start putting Evans a little bit in the slot a little bit more so he can start getting the ball. He's a bigger guy. He's a shifty guy. I feel like he can break a tackle and get, get loose if he's in that slot. Godwin is is that slot guy. Brady's going to have to throw the football outside the numbers a little bit and, and let let Evans uh, get the ball. I mean, it's your best player. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> they haven't been able to run the football well. Giovanni Bernard had that fumble on the punt. I was tough, and then the the, the, end of the post game press the post game interview that he had. Yeah, it was you know very very awkward and how, how that how that played out. What have you done for us to interview you this season? Yeah, that was that was that was kind of wild. That is the craziest thing I've ever heard. A reporter say, right? That's yeah, like what? It's crazy. I would have walked right out and taken the fine the minute that he, they said that to me. But I'm yeah. pissed, so but that's the media. I mean, that's the media, bro. That's what I'm saying that's the media, like. And then when you, when you then when you critique them, then they get personal and they get in their feelings, and then. You give them so much power to where they decide who becomes a Hall of Famer. Nasty, nasty work. But NFC East showdown. <laughs> NFC East showdown between the Giants and the Commanders. This was a huge game for both of them. It's a big game for, for both of them. A lot of questionable, you know, calls. And uh, What do you think about the Scary Terry thing? I mean, you got to – I did, you know, looking at the clip, it, it did look like, the ref said, "Pad the thumbs up," but you can't rely on a ref, bro. You gotta know that you've been in the league way too long. I guess my only long. problem would be you can't, you can't put your you can't put your you can't have your deciding drive decide on, on a ref's confirmation. You gotta you gotta know that you have to know that, man. I agree with you, but I think my only thing would be like if I ask you and you say yes, and then you're the one to throw the flag. Like, if somebody else threw the flag and it was like, well, listen, he might have given you confirmation, but to me, you were still off. I guess it, it can still be kind of like a, well, damn, like, I guess he was wrong then. But, like, how are you going to ask me? That's like that's like me being like, CJ, what's your favorite color? Blue. I get you something blue. You're like, I hate the color blue. Why would you ever get me something blue? Like, what are you talking about? I just I, I asked you 30 seconds ago. Now your favorite color is yellow? What happened? So, like, I guess I – and then, listen, that's not pass interference. What are we talking about? It was definitely pass interference. What are, what are we talking about? Oh, you got to let him play in the last few minutes of the game. Yeah, I, I like the whole let him play thing, but I – That's a good point. It's blatantly obvious, though. Yeah, like, that's blatant. not – to me, that's not a let him play thing, though. Like, a let him play is like a little hand fighting as the ball's in the air and, like, and no ticky-tack pass interference. That is not letting them play. That is letting them cheat. 
Like he, he bear hugged him. <laughs> Let it do cheat. <laughs> like he bear hugs him and then it's nothing. Like I don't know how that is not, especially in in Washington. Usually, you know, you always hear the oh they can't throw the flag if it's in if it's in this spot because of the they because of the crowd. That was in Washington. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. It, it's yeah, that was definitely PI. It just was. But we, the officiating was was very poor this weekend, as we know. <laughs> oh no, yeah, Grinard. We did the pass game in the beginning. We 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 skipped it because uh we we had to get to it in the beginning as both of us being Patriot fans. No, I don't think CJ, we don't think it has a touchdown, right? I mean I know I didn't. No, I didn't think it was a touchdown. Definitely no. not a touchdown. Uh but yeah, if you if you go back to the beginning, you know, after you watch the rest of the show, of course. Um, but if you go back to the beginning, we we started off, believe it or not, with the pass game. I got a little passionate. A little passionate. So uh hey, listen, Gridiron, we're here. That's what we're here for. You know? Got you. Got you, brother. We got you, man. Good question. Yeah, so big touchdown, or are we just biased Patriot fans? Oh no, nah, that wasn't a touchdown, bro. Oh, oh no, I'm asking Gridiron. I want to know. Oh. I want to know if Gridiron thinks it's a touchdown. I mean, I think there's only one correct answer, but you know. <laughs> yeah, go win. Go win by the Giants, though. Go win by the Giants. Yeah, I think, I, whoever won this game, their playoff chances went up into the 80s, and whoever lost it went down to like the 20s. Mm, yeah, there's just so many questionable things, and it's tough for a game to end like that. But you know, Terry, you gotta know. You have to know, bro. Yeah, I don't know. It was a touchdown. It ended up being two a touchdown. Fumbles, two fumbles by Heineke right. in the red zone. In the red zone. Kayvon Thibodeau was amazing. There you go, Iron. Here, our favorite everybody, for sure. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Kayvon Thibodeau was a, was a beast in this Dog. game. Twelve tackles. Forced fumble, sack, and a touchdown. Yeah, that's a hell of a game. On the road, in a division game. Yeah, you know, Giant fans, they're going crazy right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Thibodeau jerseys are coming off the Coming off the, coming the, off the shelves. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Trying to definitely. get them in time to put underneath the tree. Yeah, no just doubt. Just kidding, kids. Just kidding, kids. No Santa doubt. Claus is coming. <laughs> You're right. So... He he was he was phenomenal. His best game of the season. He's getting pressures, but he, the, for him to make impact play like that was Sack, big. Fumble, touchdown, all in one play. Got the trifecta. All in one play. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So big win for the Giants as they continue on their playoff quest, and uh, that was a big win. Big win. Monday Night Football. Rams. Packers. Packers staying alive. Staying alive, they're right there in the mix. Oh, uh, 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 yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Oh, her Nah. So, what we're going to see, we're going to see defense was great. The defense was great in this game um, against against the Rams. I know the Rams, they don't, this is not the Super Bowl winning team Rams. It's not the, this is not the same Rams we saw last year, not even close. It's kind of their B team. Uh, but yeah, this is a much needed win for Green Bay, and Baker again. Uh, it's, it's just a nice story. It was a great game they had against the Raiders. But he's he's a he's he's a good he's a good quarterback. He's a quarterback that can win you a bunch of games. He's a situational quarterback. He's in that Garoppolo 
situation, situational. When the situation is good, great, great, great run, great defense, solid weapons, he's 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 a good fit for you. But if the situation isn't all 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 the way there, especially in, in key areas, um, like maybe defense, O line at times, it, it's it's difficult to to call him a franchise quarterback. So he's in that Garoppolo tier. Uh, there's just levels of in that tier of who's better in that tier. That's just all it is. But that's that's the category he's in, and. You know, he's not throwing a cup. He's not throwing to Allen Robinson. He's not handing the ball off to the top guys. So, K-Makers did have a good game, though. K-Makers had a solid game. He, you know, he had some issues. It was a point where he wanted to get traded. And yeah. it was, so uh, that's that's going to be interesting to see how it plays out in the offseason with, with him. Uh, but, yeah, big big win for the Packers, and we'll see if they're able to, to keep keep this going uh, in, in, these, like, in these next few weeks. Yeah, not much else to say for me. I, I basically mirrored everything I would. We're gonna, we're gonna sit. Ooh. Baker, oh, Baker Owens. Man, is it bad? I'm still listen. Went gridiron. You've missed two years of Carson Wentz being my guy. I was a big Carson Wentz guy until he's just proved me absolutely wrong. A couple of years ago, when he that first year, no, was it the year on the Colts? I think it was. I said he was going to win the MVP. So I've been uh number one fan of Carson Wentz ever since. You know, like right now, you know, it's Wensington, DC, baby. No, it was um, the Eagles. It was, it was his last season on the Eagles. It was the last you season said, on the Eagles. You said, you said that, yeah. Okay. So ever since then, big Wentz guy. I feel like I would still go Wentz, though. He's got, he's got a better arm, and I still feel like he's a little more athletic. Baker looks like a Teletubby when he runs. <laughs> Facts, facts. <laughs> All right, we got the play uh, real fast. So we get to our week sixteen picks. We got the playoff picture here. Uh, right now, the Bills are in the, uh, at the top spot in the AFC, followed by the Chiefs. Um, and then number three, number three is the Bengals as they're number one in the AFC North. Titans as they're hanging on for that uh, South divisional title. And then the wild card spots are the Ravens. Chargers and the Dolphins, a couple teams on the bubble, Patriots, Jets, Jaguars, Raiders. And then on the NFC side, we got Philadelphia, followed by the Vikings, 49ers, Dallas Cowboys with the fifth seed. And in the hunt teams that we got Tampa Bay. Why is Dallas listed above the Bucks? I don't even make sense. Yes. Bucks are the yeah. four seed. Dallas is the five seed. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, they still have. Yeah, they still got a four or five though. Yeah, that's weird. I guess record. I don't know. Um, and then you got the Giants in the mix. Washington in the mix, and then on the bubble, you got Seattle Lions and Green Bay. Uh, Gosh, I can't wait for the Lions to make the playoffs. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm calling it. They're doing it this year. Okay, that's 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 what I want to ask you. And the, who's 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 going to make the playoffs? So I think the Lions make the playoffs and the Commanders miss. And I think the rest of it stays the same. And then I think the AFC is set. I don't think anybody jumps in or out. I don't think the Pats are going to make it. I don't think – actually, no. You know what? No, nah, I think it's set. As much as I want the Jags to make the playoffs over the Titans, 
I feel like they'll just slip up, unfortunately, one time. And I think they don't, they don't. I think they would have to win out. So I don't think they have room to slip up. But I think I think the AFC is set. And I think it's going to stay that way. But I think the NFC. I think the Lions jump over the the commies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm honestly. Uh, I'm right with you, man. I'm right with you. I think actually. Actually, no, I'm going to say the Packers come in here. Okay. I'm going to say I'm going to go Packers, Packers, Lions. Oh, so you think the Giants and Washington fall out? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm going to go Giants, Giants, Lions. They're just like, oh, you got it, yeah. I'm going to go Giants, Lions. I just I trust Giants defense a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, because the Giants also have the tiebreaker over the Packers. Exactly, exactly. And then on the AFC side, it was just sold, bro. Sellers, sellers, sellers. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna stay like this. I think somehow the Ravens. I think I feel like the Ravens just need one more win. They can somehow get one more win. Oh, yeah. The Ravens are good. Yeah, that's gonna be. Uh, that that'll be a shocker if a ten and ten and whatever team doesn't make the playoffs. Um, but yeah, I think that's I think that's how it's gonna be. I think that's how it's gonna be for the playoffs. And if Lamar can somehow come back, whoo, we got Lamar, Lamar, Herbert, Burrow, Allen, Mahomes, and Tua. The NFL's dream, and maybe maybe Lawrence, maybe Lawrence. They could somehow uh, win the division. The NFL would cry themselves to sleep if that happens. Man, that would be insane, brother. Insane. All right, about to go to these week 16 picks. Last week I went 13 and three. You went 11 and five. This guy, 13 and three. Look at this guy. Big, big dub, big dub for your boy. Okay. See if we could get another one this week. I refuse to let that happen, people. Coming back. Coming back. We got the Jack. We got the Jaguars and the Jets. I got the Jaguars. I'm gonna go with the Jets. I'm gonna go with the Jets. I think the defense is. I think the defense is like that. Yeah, the defense is like that. I wasn't. That was not a confident pick. But all right, no. <laughs> I got some. I got some room to spare on the overall rankings. <laughs> no, nah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Fal- Falcons and the Ravens. I think this is the tenth win I was talking about. Yeah, I agree with you. Lions and the Panthers. This is- Sneaky game. For Brand the new Lions. I'm gonna go Detroit as well, but this is this could be a trap type game for for them. They sleep Can on it. They sleep on on Carolina. They can easily take out Bills and the Bears. This is exciting from a QB standpoint, but from a game standpoint, I'm going Buffalo. I agree. Saints and the and and the Browns. Remember, Deshaun was talks about him going to the Saints. Give me. I'm gonna go with Cleveland. I am going to go with Cleveland as well. Seattle and Kansas City. This is a big game. Seattle, they need every dub. Kansas City's trying to lock up that first seed. 
this is a big game for both teams. I'm going to go Kansas City, though. Yeah, I got Kansas City, and and I don't think it's going to be close either. Giants and the Vikings, big game, especially for the Giants. Um, I'm going to go Giants because they need it more. I don't think the Giants offense can keep up with the Vikings, although I think the Giants defense is better. I just don't think the I don't think the Giants can outscore the Vikings. Like if this gets to like twenty four, it's over. Giants can't score, so I'm going to go with the Vikings. Okay. Bengals and the Patriots. I'm going to go with the back boys. I'm going to go with the Bengals, man. I'm just disgusted. You know, I always pick the Patriots guys, as you know, but yeah, okay. not me. Bengals. Going with Cincinnati as well. Texans and the Titans. I'm gonna go with the Titans. They, I mean, they, they they need this dub. Jaguars are on their heels. I agree with you on that. Commanders and the 49ers. Commanders tough. They needed that. This Jag- is my trap game of the week, by the way. It's your trap game of the week. I'm gonna go with the 49ers. Oh no, no, don't get me wrong. I'm still picking them. Still picking the 49ers. But uh, it's my trap game that I that you know because I said, listen, remember last week I said, you know, back to back trap games for the Cowboys. I ended up losing it. So. This is the trap game, but I'm still going 49ers. Facts, facts. Um, this is the game everybody wanted to see. This is the game everybody was talking about. America's game of the week on Fox, Eagles, Cowboys. Am I, am I allowed to do the if Hurts plays, I'll pick the Eagles. If not, I got Cowboys. Yeah, yeah sure, because it's Tuesday, bro, so we don't know. All right, that's 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 what I'm doing, though. Okay, yeah, uh, I'm I'm on I'm on the same I'm on the same length. If Hertz is playing, I hope Hertz is healthy. I hope he plays. I want to see a great game. It's gonna be a great game if he is if he is out there. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Philadelphia. Raiders and the Steelers. You know, this is a classic. Two classic teams got a lot of history back in the anniversary day. Anniversary of the immaculate reception. Anniversary of the immaculate reception. You know, the, the the classic games that those guys those two teams had. Uh, Raiders, they need this dub, so I'm gonna go with Vegas. Yeah, I got the Raiders as well. I can see that being a, you know, the Raiders are the worst second half team I've ever seen. They, the way they got bailed out, sad. All right, <laughs> all right, we got the Packers and the Dolphins. Dolphins. I'm gonna go go Miami as well. I'm gonna go Miami as well. This could be a low key kind of shootout type game. I could see that. Very possible. Broncos and the Rams, snooze fest. I'm gonna go Rams, I guess. I I guess I trust Baker a little bit more. Actually, no, I'm gonna go Broncos. I'm gonna go Broncos because I trust their defense more. I was about to say that exactly. I trust the defense way more. Buccaneers and the Cardinals, I'm going Tampa Bay. Yeah, I got Tampa too. Should be a, that should be a get right game for them. In the Monday Night Football game, Chargers and the Colts. Man, if the Chargers lose this, bro, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Top five, Justin Herbert, baby. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. They better not lose this game. Top, <laughs> they better not, they better not fold. They better not fold, man. <laughs> but yeah, that wraps up this episode of the Hard Count. Appreciate you guys stopping by. Everybody that tuned in, liking the video, liking the stream on Facebook, uh, on YouTube as well. Appreciate you guys. 
Yes, sir. That's uh, that does it for us. Anthony Condor underscore on Twitter. My link tree is in the bio. You can find me there. And uh, hey, listen, I'll give it to CJ after this, but Merry Christmas to all. All right, we're not going to see you till the big man slides down the chimney. All right. So I hope everybody gets what they want. Hope he's real nice to you, and uh, hope you have a great holiday. All right, Gridiron. I appreciate you, you too, of course. Appreciate and, uh, you, Mark. Sir, Tree slash cjames9. Find everything that I'm working on on Twitter at cjames9 underscore. Follow me there. Yeah, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to everybody. Hope everybody's uh, safe, has a great holiday, spend time with your family, spend time with your loved ones, man. Very important. With all that being said, we'll see you on the next episode. All right, y'all. Have a good one. See you guys next